0: Chewy
1: Look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy,
2: man.
3: Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your
0: co Thank you, thank you. This is Erica, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting on a Wednesday. It's always nice to get back to the Wednesday. I don't know why. Uh, April twenty-second, Hump Day, two thousand fifteen. That's right, it's Hump Day, and we uh, we got call. a lot of cool stuff to talk about tonight. But first, of course, uh, I want to introduce our fabulous announcer, our man in Los Angeles.
3: Uh, I'm Nate Costa.
0: And we have a special guest tonight to talk about some of the stuff we got that happened last weekend. Introduce yourself to the people. And I'm Drew Campbell. Yeah, we've had Drew on a few times, and of course cross from me, literally the host here at the fabulous Brett Cave in an undisclosed location somewhere in San Jose.
4: I'm Rick Brett Snyder.
0: Yeah, that's all we need to say. Yeah. All right. If you're picking us up on iTunes, of course, subscribe, uh, rate us, tell your friends. You can also find us on the Stitcher app similar way. And you can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com, where you can also use a handy Amazon link. If you hear about some something on this podcast that you want to purchase and you can't find it at your local brick-and-mortar store or your small business, use the Amazon link and we get a little kickback. And tonight, I suspect we may be talking about a lot of things that you want to – what oh, is a motorcycle gang going by. Okay, anyway. uh I thought it was a ghost. We're gonna, I know. For a second, I was like, is this the apocalypse? <laughs> Tuscan I'm Raiders. Angry. <laughs> we've, we've called them forth. Anyway, uh, if, we're going to talk about a lot of things that people might want to pick up. And uh, if you can't find it at your local comic shop or your toy shop, you can use the Amazon link. We get a little kickback. Where there's also a little PayPal link if you so feel that you love this entertainment and you would like to help support it. We appreciate that. We're not nearly as intrusive as, like, PBS Pledge Week or anything, you know we could be we could be we could be do that i don't know it's a thought it depends on how badly i want to make it rain so we got some comics news we got some movie news we got some tv news we've got big news because both everybody at this table uh at the table Nate is of course in in southern california virtually at the table but everyone at the table has attended a convention of some sort in the last weekend uh now, uh, Rick and I were at Big Wow, and we'll talk a little bit about that tonight. But Drew is here because he was at the convention that all right-thinking nerds wanted to be at, which was the Star Wars celebration. Yes. But we're not going to talk about it yet. We're going to talk about comics first. Jeez. Because today, oh, absolutely, that's it. They're going to come back in. They're going to go, oh, yes, where is it? Give it to us, give it to us. But first, we want to talk about the Eisners. Today, the Eisner nominations were released. In What are the Eisners, the Eric? Eis- Eric? I- Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Eric Eisner. I, I know we've lasted past the last Friend time I said this the two podcasts ago. I so said it was the last podcast. This is the last podcast <laughs> because Rick is just fading. Um, luckily, Stanford's had some breakthroughs in Alzheimer's treatments. And uh, – <laughs> oh, I know. That was harsh. But they have. Too soon. What? He, I see him drinking mouse blood even now. Uh, so anyway, uh, the Eisners are like the Oscars every year we we go over this. They're, like, they're sort of the Oscars in the way that uh, – then I guess the Harveys, which is on the East Coast out of Baltimore, is like uh, kind of the BAFTAs. Um, but the Will, the Eisner's are named after Will Eisner, who, of course, some people argue, invented the concept of the graphic novel. I say argue because we could be here all night talking about the actual history of when the first graphic novel appeared. And there's a lot of different concepts of what could be. But uh, Eisner was definitely a master of the form. Most people know him as the creator of The Spirit. But don't let don't hold the Frank Miller film version against it. It's actually really, really great. Was Contract with God. the Contract with God is what they what he what he claimed was the first graphic novel. There are a couple of works earlier.
4: We're reading that in my Alzheimer's group this week, <laughs> which
0: actually happened five years ago. But that's so cute. Okay, <laughs> I mean we'll we'll go along. Yeah, this week. Yeah. This week. Okay. Sure. Um. So yeah. Yeah. That's. It's, it's all right. Anyway, so the or the nominations came out this year, uh, for today, and they, the Eisner's given away usually on Friday night of Comic-Con, which I guess would be July 10th this year because Comic-Con's really early. Um, and we're not going to go over all, all of them. It's just, again, a very diverse slate. Um, what's not mentioned here is the Spirit of Retailer Award, uh, a Spirit of Retail Award, which goes to the comic shop, which best exemplifies what... Uh, what retailing should be in this industry. Uh, and uh, I do know that uh, that one of the stores nominated is a friend of the podcast, uh, creator Mike Wellman, who had done uh, Guns Ablazon with Rafael Navarro and owns two shops called The Comic Bug, one in Manhattan Beach and one in Culver City. Uh, his store has been nominated. To be nominated for Spirit of Retail, you also have to do, be a significant uh, contributor to your uh, community and to do a lot of charity work and uh, so it's making sure that that comic book stores aren't just places where people go to get their weekly fix but also to really uh, make sure that people's imaginations are spurred and that we're bringing in new and uh, young readers so um, anyway I just it's
4: interesting that the, there isn't a lot of marvel in dc in here until you know. get down to the writers and mm-hmm. the uh,
0: which is kind of what we had last year too. Same yeah. thing. Hawk. You yeah, just saw, I think, best ongoing series. Hawkeye. Hawkeye was in there, but it was nominated last year for best new series. Mm-hmm. And that was that was Marvel's big woohoo because we have Matt Fraction. And for a
4: Marvel book, it has the most kind of independent uh, buzz for. Uh,
0: well, that's what everybody's going for. Although it's interesting that there are two DC books like right up top on the best short story, one of which they don't really talk about. The sound of one hand clapping and. I can't believe we lived long enough to see Max Landis got a nomination, an Eisner nomination who had done that Death of Superman video with uh, right. who, Bilbo Baggins, uh, Fro, uh, <laughs> uh, Frodo Baggins. Uh, Elijah Wood played Doomsday, or Cyborg Superman. Uh, it was a recreation with, yeah. with low-rent cardboard. Uh, John Landis' son. But anyway, he's nominated for a story called The Sound of One Hand Clapping in Adventures of Superman. And what I think is interesting is Adventures of Superman is the book that is actually digital-first you buy the stories individually and then they collect them in print. Right.
3: And is that all ages as well?
0: Uh, some stories are, I don't think it's been consistently so, so I'm not I'm not positive about that, but it's one of several there's Adventures of Superman, Batman 66 still digital first, isn't it, Nate? Do you know? No idea. Okay. I think it I think it is. And then Sensation then- Comics with Wonder Woman is also digital first yeah. and then gathered. Uh, the Flash TV uh, adaptations and the smallville continuation they're also the all small digital smallville going on. I haven't seen yep. it for a long time. Yep. Okay. Um the gathering up in, and and arrow as well. So their TV adaptations go digital first, which I find really Not adaptations sort of side stories, I guess. Um so it's interesting that that is that there is including if you can see that there's several digital comics on here and then so that you can just get them, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go to a store for that. So uh and there's one from Batman Black and White, which is a book I'd totally forgotten they'd revived last year. I think that was print first. Best single issues, probably the most, uh, or oh, the Multiversity, Pax Americana, with Grant, uh, Frank Whiteley and, and Grant Morrison. I'm I was kind of disappointed that that was nominated. It was a nice book, but it was really just what if Watchmen had the original quality or Charlton heroes, and you know it, uh, that's not to me the best issue of Multiversity. But it may be just timing. Uh, one book I really like, Beast of Burden, I think is a great concept from Dark Horse uh, by Evan Dorkin and Jill Thompson about dogs and cats that are the uh, supernatural protectors of a small town, um, which is fraught with ghosts and goblins and witches. And the, Talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. but it's nominated now. They had a one-shot there. Madman, Marvel 75th anniversary celebration, which you yourself have said was a beautiful book. Yep. Um yeah, the main the, the biggest uh, mainstream one there was Hawkeye as Best Continuing Series, which was nominated for Best News Series last year from Marvel. Yeah, uh, but Saga and The Walking
4: Dead are in the same category.
0: There you go. Saga, The Walking Dead, Southern Bastards, which I've heard a lot of good things about. I haven't read it. I read um, one issue. I think, there was there a free comic with they issue? There might have been. Um, I think what's interesting is Monkey Brain, which I don't think does hard copies. I think that's I thought digital they only. Were, they'd gone
4: out of business, actually monkey brain have i haven't
0: heard anything from them in a while and i have to ask around okay um i know that their editor-in-chief uh went to idw uh-huh uh so it's possible that that's it but uh Bandette, a book by them and then from vertigo astro city so yeah which i've been diligently buying and i haven't read, read in a while so i need to i need to get there uh best limited series hey eric shanour shanour uh for little nemo return to slumberland the Private Eye, which was, again, uh, by Brian K. Vaughan and Marcus Martin, was a digital book. Um, of course, The Sandman, because everybody went, yay. Uh, Lumberjanes is Marvel. There we go. And uh, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, so there's two big Marvel titles and two of the most popular. Although I have to admit, I'm not as big a fan of Rocket Raccoon because it's not, it doesn't feel like an all-ages book, and it feels like it should be because it's got a young's art. Yeah.
4: But um, I don't think they're. I don't think they're likely. Well, they have. They now have an all ages um, version of the Guardians the Galaxy. I know and you, can you can buy it. It's not I very know, good. I know. Um, <laughs> I bought it, <laughs> and, and my son. But it is all ages. The I mean, so the, you know, based, based on, on the dish. animated series, right?
0: I, I understand that, but it's like we've had that discussion, and we'll, it'll come come back to this again about multiple versions of characters, and if a character is in one version really resonating with kids. You know, you and I can say, okay, Rocket Raccoon, if you do a photorealistic Rocket Raccoon and a series based on that, then a parent might go, okay, maybe you shouldn't read this. But when you see Scotty Young's art, cause yeah. the, the last Eisner nominations he was getting was right. for, for Oz us. books yeah. um, to do this total violence swearing um, sex craze raccoon, yeah. which we admit. That's rocket. We, that's rocket. Yeah, you know, although it's not the original rocket, that's just the rocket that he's become. Right. Uh, you know, that's, that's just a little weird to me. The Wicked and the Divine, uh, which is a pretty good, interesting series about gods coming back as incarnations as teenagers uh, and becoming pop stars. Um, it's a very interesting book from Image. Yeah, yeah. Drew just gave me the look. Drew, see, we're teaching you. You should probably check this Indeed. out.
4: I thought one of the I, I thought the two archival categories are kind of neat. The uh, yeah. The Archival Collection Project, which includes that huge ZAP collection. Um, yeah, which collection. we talked about, ZAP Comics, yeah. And then the Stranko or Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Artist Edition, which yep. I haven't heard about this. i have to look into that myself. From IDW? Yeah. yeah they're doing some great, uh, great uh, there. And then all the uh Disney y- stuff. Yep, yep. So some
0: really interesting stuff there. Uh, and uh, yeah, including Hermes Press. Uh, for Pogo, which I realized there's, there's two different versions of Pogo going around. There's the comic strips, and then Walt Kelly did comic books for Dell. So they're yeah. different materials. So two different publishers are Fantagraphics, I think, are doing the daily strips, and, uh, and Hermes Press is, are doing the comic books. So if you're a Pogo fan, if you know who Pogo is, he's painted on, I've discovered, on one of the Islands of Adventure walls.
4: So they have a big thing for Pogo. Oh, And uh, behind Flash
0: Gordon is like a comic strip. Gate.
4: I, I, do you ever read any of the books of the of the daily strips? Do you ever read any of the collected, like Little Abner, or any of that stuff? I have the Pogo books. Okay, I find it. Uh, I find it the pacing on those. I find it's them very, very exhausting to read. It's very different. Yeah. Well, they weren't. You know, they're I meant to be read one a day, but it's like you know, if you're, you're going to sit down and read eight or nine pages in a sitting, maybe that's, that's how, pretty
0: much how I've had to go through it. I yeah. agree with you. Is because you really you're reading several in a in a strip form each strip is like a page yeah so
4: you're you know um as far as its pacing as far as its payoff as and the, the notes humor they strip. hit in the in the telling the joke or the anecdote or whatever they're doing for that are, are pretty much after a while you just kind of fall into the rhythm of how it how it's written yeah
0: and and the other thing is i think with like continuing like with little abner i haven't gotten to a point yet where uh, in reading Pogo where it's uh, too much of an over arch you, know, you know a long story a long story I mean I know there were because I had a collection yeah. once a kid so you don't feel there's that repetition of plot point right. that you get but right. they're beautiful books yeah. and I saw some at Big Wow so I'll transition to Big Wow um, like there's this fantastic uh, uh, Phantom I think you'd really like it Rick that's kind of uh, <laughs> it's like this big it's this Sunday original 30s <laughs> Oh, like Sunday the Hal Foster, uh, So, it's Lee Fawkes. He's got the originals and he's done, nice. and it's done landscape. And I talked to Dan Herman, who's the publisher, and he said, you know, people wanted, why isn't it portrait? Like, like I remember the Sunday page. He goes, because we found, the, we have the original art. And the original art is landscape. And so, it's just this huge thing. And I said, I don't know where you'd put it. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. And they, they've recolored, but but not like a recoloring project like Marvel's doing with Star Wars of, like, this is what is now available to us. No, they went back, and they just did the best the job they could on to the... do what yeah, was yeah. possible then. Fantastic book. Yeah. I
4: just I, – you need to have a house full of coffee tables because you can't put or that on a shelf. Or, or as an adult, you lay down on the on the carpet in front of the fireplace. <laughs> With your knees. We're in California. We're not allowed fireplaces Your leg's kicking. Well, it
0: didn't say there was a fire in the fireplace. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We have one of those screens with a crackling fire. (laughs) behind mother, I need more marshmallows. You can have a
4: fireplace. Actually, you can have a fireplace. Uh, Right now, if you sell the house, it has to be converted to gas. Or at least that's what they're trying to convert. Oh, Get the gas.
0: Oh, he didn't know what Deuteronomy meant. Uh, So, yeah. Well, I converted to gas. So, anyway. uh So, let's talk about Big Wow. This is a smaller convention, uh, which is about to get really big. Because mm-hmm. the day before Big Wow, it was announced that, well, they used two names. But let's be honest. I'm pretty sure it's, it's just one, Steve Wozniak. But it was Steve Wozniak and Stan Lee are teaming up to buy out... Uh, geekdom in the silicon valley and rebrand stan probably gave it just as much effort as he's given
4: anything <laughs> that he's lent his name into Wasniak in the last 10 years stanley inc i had yeah. a
0: couple of interesting conversations this weekend where people that were in business with him and they like well he doesn't have the money to do this or, he doesn't have the money to do that and i went but he had the money to buy a comic convention okay but anyway it's it was rebranded as the silicon valley comic comic con Yes. with no dash in between comic and con, so as to avoid uh, copyright Confusion. trademark violations. Yeah, lawyering. Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's a good rebranding because I think really outside of the industry, if you if you're not into comics and you say big wow, it was like too close to big whoop. Yeah, and yeah. and I and I looked. We walked up the convention center. The whole Big Wow Comic Fest was there as sort of a logo. But if you were just driving by, the convention and business bureau had just gone, Comic-Con, invade San Jose. So I totally, it helped me right. even more get why yeah. people would come back and me going, are you going to Comic-Con? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not until San And the idea July.
4: that they use Silicon Valley instead of San Jose or Santa Clara, you know, that's the way to sell it to the rest of the nation. Can I nation. ask you a question, honestly, yeah. you, know, you
0: guys? We've been in this area for a long time. How much longer does San Jose have as the name San Jose? And at what point will it? Legally change its name. It's the slogan Silicon they've Valley. been
4: unofficially pushing has been San Jose, the
0: heart oh. of Silicon Valley,
4: the um, capital of Silicon Valley. I think they've been saying,
1: oh. I've heard that somewhere.
4: Yeah, yeah. okay, so, I'll go I, with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, yeah, I'm okay with that. Silicon Valley it does encompass a lot of stuff, but San Jose is arguably the biggest part of the Silicon Valley and has more employers in. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm just, I was just curious about that because it is. I have found it much easier when I go elsewhere, and they say, "Where are you from?" It has become easier to say Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley, just yeah. as at one point it
4: used to be much easier to say San Jose than Sunnyvale. Even though to well, me, there's a San Jose, New Mexico, there's a San Jose, Costa Rica, too. So San Jose, there, there's yeah, only because one you know, when Silicon people Valley. See, when people see me, they go they Costa think, Rica. Oh, are you
0: Costa Rican? <laughs> well, you're Portuguese. hi yes. Iverdash, uh, I. Have a dash. I Hey. Um, so anyway. I'll, I'll
1: have to try using Silicon Valley I usually just go south of San Francisco and, and that's how I explain it to out of state people yeah <laughs> I'll try Silicon Valley try well, Silicon Valley like part. LA
4: what like LA like, like, like LA, LA. Yeah. if yeah, I'm if you're yeah. in Glendale you still say you're from LA yeah
0: everybody does right I mean are you in LA really I mean I know I say amen Los Angeles but that's a callback from years but I know you're not you know it's you're close no I was saying like LA well I agree with, with what you're saying,
3: but I was saying like L.A., when you say south of San Francisco, people oh, yeah, that don't say know LA. California. Oh, you mean like you're from L.A.? Well, it's oh, yeah. like the people who, come, who arrive an here difference. and
4: they assume, hey, so can we go to Disneyland this afternoon? Yeah, yes, sure. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. We'll just get on the bullet train. Go, yeah.
0: Someday. Someday. When we get the bullet train, that's when we'll be yes, Silicon indeed. Valley. Oh, yes. I can taste it. I'll be blind and old. I will not have any idea. Uh, and you'll
4: I'm, be able to feel the wind rushing oh, through your nostrils Really? I hope not As you because stick your of the your head blood. out the window
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, Wait, the magnetic field rips my ears It's just Whack. a moment of like But right, you'll feel it right before you don't feel anything <laughs> oh, And then my head explodes I reenact scanners as an old man Fantastic, looking forward to it, thanks Anyway, uh, I do think that this change at, will be interesting We don't know a lot of details We just They said that, that Big Wow will still be there It's still going to be based out of the San Jose Convention Center and when you consider how little space they actually use. Yeah. Um, there's oh, no, room. It's a, it's a big there's center room and room it also has the to tent to become, behind it which is a much bigger, where
4: Big Wow was originally when they were Supercon.
0: And then my concern was, you know, also well if you get a lot more attention, um, you know, do we have the hotel space to really deal with it? And and I talked to Lon Lopez about this and he said, you know, we just had uh, the WWE, the WWE. What do you call? Oh my God, WrestleMania! WrestleMania. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Nate. I'm like, I'm gonna come to the Alzheimer's group this week. I'm joining too. Yeah, because oh, wait. Oh my God, I was drinking your coffee. What have you? <laughs> well, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, yes, that that everybody went on the light rail. That was actually fine. You know, up and down, and you could have events all over. Yeah, Silicon Valley. Valley. So the light rail dumps
4: off right in front of the convention center. I
0: still think that that San Jose could use a couple more really good hotels in a way that you know that we don't have the way san diego does or
4: even you know even yeah the cluster of i mean i realize hotels is not there but there are enough spread out that i think it would work yeah and do you really want it to get as big as comic con i don't i don't but i'd be happy if it's as big it was as big as WonderCon was when it was san francisco I
0: would be too maybe a, I'm little not, higher, maybe I'm a little higher I'm not little sure that, that that's what Steve Wozniak wants I think Steve Wozniak really wants to make it the center sure. of of attention and i I could see it I think the thing standing in its way and we and we've said offhand it felt like this year was a little down in attendance mm-hmm. it was a lot more relaxed and and on one hand you like that but you wanted to get bigger because you want things to have there was not a lot of infrastructure in place um you know at one point uh <laughs> Though I think it's funny, uh, and I told you that Lon, uh, Lon, Lon, and Jason Salzar had a panel doing a little film festival moronic right. movies, and they tried to get help. Like, you know, what are we going to do about sound? And they plugged it into the intercom system so that Lon started a Punisher fan film, and so heavy metal music and gunshots went full volume on the convention floor. I wish I had been there.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> just, just thankfully it was a Punisher action figure fan film and not the uploaders. Right. And Ooh.
0: so it was like, you know, it, it, it was... You know, it could have been worse. Somebody comes running into this little room, and I thought... That it was, it had just bled over into the other uh, panels. Right. And then, and I'm like, okay, and then Steve Wyatt, the the founder of the convention, runs and goes, oh, dudes, it's okay, I understand, we just messed up, because they plugged in the wrong thing. Right. But I walk out, and I'm walking off to rehearsal, and I see uh, a couple of people I know, and I stop and talk, and... And then there's yet another loud apology for the interruption we've just had. And then the, my friends roll their eyes and go, oh, man, that was awful. I don't know what that was. Like they said somebody hacked into the sound system. Like, that was not a hack job. That was my friend's film. Uh, you know, So it, everybody knew. But I'm, Advertising. Yeah, it, it, is, is, it. it
1: is a little disturbing, though, that that seems to mean that pretty much anybody could plug into the intercom system. And play whatever <laughs> it does they wanted, seem no that way, doesn't it?
0: Let's do we've, it. I think we've said too much. <laughs> I don't think that'll be possible next year. I think it was just a sign of they, they really... And it wasn't like they had a bunch of huge panels either. There been No. Until the
1: entire convention hears Nate start screaming, Listen up!
0: I'm totally down with that. Next year we should do that. But anyway... And everyone will freeze and listen up.
3: That's right. But I
0: was going to say, the the thing is that there were also, besides Star Wars Celebration... There were two other comic conventions around the country as well. And so that's the thing that's happening is what's going to limit the size is...
4: The number of free weekends. It, it,
0: is the number of free weekends. I know. I talked to creators at WonderCon oh, yeah. and publishers at WonderCon and said, like, are you coming to Big Wow? Because I think you'd really enjoy the show. And, like...
4: Well, it's the same thing that happens Memorial Day weekend. We, you've got, you've we got Baycon. Yeah, and they said, we don't know Kubla-Con.
0: what... We don't know what choice to make. But Baycon and KublaCon And Clockwork Alchemy. And, and, or, uh, or, uh, and Fanime are Fennery. all yeah. are all different fan bases. What I you know there are there's crossover, but there's still right. there's still basic sub There's yeah, there's, there's
4: serious crossover though, I mean. But particularly between Bacon and Clockwork Alchemy. I, I could I, see I, that. Yeah. I have yeah. a lot of friends that now go to Clockwork
0: Alchemy that used to go to Baycon. Well, there's other reasons for that too. But yeah. let's not get into it cuz we'll be at Baycon. <laughs> No one can see my face, uh, <laughs> except, except unfortunately the Bretchniders who got it full force. I'm sorry. I normally don't unleash that on just people without without you know a lot
4: of scatter. So uh, while we're interrupted, Drew, Debbie, Debbie, Drew. Hi, hi, Debbie. Hey. Um. So the other thing is that um, our, we have friends that are trying to get a bid committee for um, WorldCon have WorldCon in 2018 in San Jose at the Convention Center. And they already have a contract with the convention center and with the hotel next door. So, um,
0: and I still think there is a division, enough of a division. And what would be interesting is then they should talk to Wozniak, because if Wozniak put his money, because even if there are rules the way WorldCon works, Wozniak doesn't care, and he would make it to be oh good part of the whole thing. Um, no, I think I think they Worldcon's could do
4: that. On. WorldCon's always in September or near Labor Day.
0: So it would be far enough away that they definitely not do so. different events. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so, and and I think sounds like it can hold on those. I'm saying for the limited pool of creators that people want to see and publishers that people want to come to uh, to go go to.
4: They're stretched thin.
0: They're they're stretched thin. They had Emerald City Comic Con. They had uh, they had WonderCon. Then then potentially had this. Although some, I'm sure, I know some because they were posting where Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. And then next week is uh, is a, is one on the East Coast that's big. That that's going to be Marvel's big thing. They've said they're um, that's where they're going to make all their big announcements. We know they're not going to San Diego, right? So you know, but I think part of that is also because D twenty three now they're owned by Disney. So it's now we're we talking, big,
4: we're talking Marvel or Marvel movies, no, Marvel we're ta- Studios. We're talking all of it. Yeah,
0: and which is really funny because you know, some of the guests included are Stan Lee, and then in parentheses. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy because it's like because of his movie <laughs> that's why people know him because of his cameo easy, as the dirty old man. It's easy to
4: forget these days that Marvel actually still does comics and they still had a lot of comics related right. announcements at Comic Con.
0: All of it's going to happen at this convention, on the, okay? It, which is if I picked up a Marvel book right now, let me let me grab through. Find um, one that's actually Marvel. There's Here we Hulk. Go. I don't know if that one will have it. Um, yeah, Hulk has. Because I know there's an ad, there was an ad for it. There have been ads for it every doggone week. It's probably this week because uh, um, I need it to exist.
4: A lot of green in that book. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Imagine there we go. that. There we go. Like I said, yeah. The, the week I needed it to exist, it's not there. Uh, Nate, do you, do you know what house ad I'm talking about? What convention it is? No. They're pushing on cosplay a lot. When was it? Uh, it's going to be, I think, uh, in two weeks. It's not going to be in
4: that one. That one almost Do you has, know where? No ads. It's on
0: the East Coast, and I can't think of which sit, but it's named... Uh, doggone it, why am <clears> I, I... And why am I looking through this bad one? I'm looking at the, the
3: If
1: only one of us had a cell phone with Google.
3: If only I was on my computer there is c2e2 april 24th i'm sorry c2e2
0: it's, that's coming up yes but that's not the one i'm talking about it's also atlantic city.
3: banger comic and tour fair it's
0: atlantic city boardwalk con may 14th to may 17th it says join marvel at acbc as they reveal what is next from the house of ideas and they're bringing their a game to a unique show that puts the fan center stage and marvel will be ho- will essentially be hosting it Guests who attend the first year will be the first to witness as Marvel Comics takes center stage and introduce the building blocks for what comes next in the Marvel Universe at the Marvel Booth and ACBC exclusive Marvel panels. That's ridiculous. And so, uh, with great fans comes great responsibility. It's like responsibility. Boardwalk
4: Empire. The fix is in on this. The mob's yeah. involved. Well, I'm wondering if. Stanley,
0: Michael Rooker, Kevin Smith, William Shatner, Georgina Haig, a bunch of people from Once Upon a Time, Tom Cavanaugh... Manu Bennett, and Willa Holland, and many more will be there. So it's almost like what um, the Salt Lake City Comic Con had done, uh, but now with Atlantic City and with Marvel fully on board and participating. So when you have a show that major where they're a month ahead of time saying, here we're going to be, we're going to make all our announcements in May, and the other thing I realize, Marvel gets to be the last East Coast publisher. Yes the big one. I mean Dynamite's still in Pennsylvania, I think, yeah. or someplace, in uh, Philadelphia. But um the Marvel is the one left in in New York, so they're going to make a stronger East Coast presence. But they have C2E2. And I don't even know what the other two were were this this last weekend, but it, it's just it's
1: that that sounded a lot like Disney doing the Star Wars celebration, you know. That's going to bounce location to location and, and has why historically not, why not with marvel you know if it's good is it going to be in atlanta every year or is it in atlantic city this
0: one's atlantic going city, it's going to be i mean i think they're the ones rooted but i think where marvel goes will be different yeah exactly yeah. as you're saying it'll be interesting if dc follows suit some publishers go around you know like at one we saw idw's there dark horse had some presence but it wasn't nearly what dark horse had been before
4: Um that's the model for a lot of conventions in, in standard sci fi. Of course, WorldCon gets bid by different cities all over the world and so it goes to different it and it typically oscillates between some place in the US and some place in Europe or Asia. But but the, but the, the w-
0: difference being is when we talk about WorldCon, we talk about things like Baycon, which we enjoy, Clockwork yeah. Alchemy, those are very fan driven and very fan organized run. Right, sure, unorganized. sure. Whereas comic conventions, they're being run for a profit. To get, the, like, so if I go to Baycon and there's a writer guest of honor, now I know that some professional writers have come as just to attend, mm-hmm. but there's an artist guest of honor. There's like four or five specific. Right. And we're talking, you've got to bring in all these Hollywood people and you've got no, to bring I'm, in all these creators. And, they, and and at some point, because we know this happened, and I don't know who it was, but some, some artist at WonderCon was busted because he was live tweeting out pictures of, of commissions he had while he was on a deadline for a Marvel book.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I read about that. And,
0: uh, and he had been claiming, oh, he was going to make deadline, but he didn't tell Marvel he was going to be at WonderCon and he'd been at Emerald city the week before. And he was still tweeting out his, Uh his commission was
1: ill. (laughs) Yeah. He claimed he was ill. He
0: claimed, and he was working on the book and they said, uh, just a not C- a smart person. C.B. Sobolski yeah. said, get back to work. You better be leaving. And he was deleting his tweets. Says, it's too late. I know yeah. that it happened. So, but it, it but, was but called up. Uh, at some point, they need time to actually do the work because comic book writing and drawing is a seven-day-a-week job. But the yeah. argument
4: is if, if Marvel is only going to do these these announcements at one big show, yeah. you move around the country, you, you have an opportunity to get people who are not, Prior able to get to your event as easily, and you don't you don't tire out. Uh, you know, I personally totally tired of San Diego. I mean, I'd love to see Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, go to someplace else. But the I have said for seven years, I've said that for a long time. It's never going to happen. But before you even went to Comic Con, but it's also it's also cool because if you go to those events, you get to explore a new city. So it's like the second half of of going there, you get another vacation and like I've never. Well,
0: assuming you do that, assuming you do that, um, this is not the same situation like WorldCon. This is not this is not an organization going around and setting up. I'm I'm saying every city, every area now, and a bunch of hucksters. We know this. There've been a lot of people. In the 19th century, they'd call them baggers who come in and see profits to be made. Yes. And so they set up these conventions and then take a lot of money and they disappear in the night. And a couple have been announced and then folded almost immediately because nobody knows how to run them. But what I'm saying is we're not talking about one show going around or one publisher going around. We're talking this year alone sure. there have been all these regional cons set up. I mean, one thing I mentioned to people at Big Wow is Campbell – the City, yes. just a couple of miles away from, oh, I'm giving away our, you can triangulate our, our coordinates, uh, You know that uh, Campbell the City is having one in October. CampbellCon. CampbellCon. And almost nobody that I talked to at Big Wow had any idea it was happening. Yeah. and
4: Although yet, I picked a flyer, a flyer for it at Big Wow. I, that doesn't surprise me. Yes. People's ignorance of it,
0: and I don't mean that derisively. Doesn't, it doesn't surprise uh, me. Arguably, either.
4: it's going to be a very small convention. It's going to be a very small convention, but it's they have a, a lovely really voiceovers, facility. and it's yeah. a really
0: is that at the Heritage Center, or?
4: Uh, the corner of Winchester and Campbell Avenue. I think that's the, the Heritage Center. It was like a old high school old, or something. It's the old Campbell High. Yeah.
0: So it has a great theater. So I mean, it could be a very cool event. But I'm saying, even there, there's this little cool event, and and there's got to be fatigue. Now, if you just want to go and gather with your friends that are fans, mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. But Comic conventions have been something else, and 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 people are still trying to do that something else. But if we had, but if we're just like a club, which was, I think was SuperCon originally was meant to be, you know, a small let's just get some artists together, and 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 you get a lot of indies. My and, dad's
4: got a barn; we can have a show. Well, we had a tent, yeah, it was blue a tent, tent
0: you know? So, yeah, something along those. So uh, let's talk a couple of news items. Uh, beyond that, is that. Uh, you know, DC announced today an initiative with Mattel and uh, Warner Publishing. DC Superhero Girls. Did you see this? Dealing with the superhero women before they have become women. They're from six to twelve. It's to achieve that youth market, which I. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that youth girls market, which I think is interesting on the heels of of the revelation of Marvel slash Disney's big marketing mistake, uh, where. They have basically said that all Marvel products, like so, there's there's uh, Black Widow is cut out of most of the licensing for Avengers stuff mm-hmm. because they say, "Look, Disney's got the girls locked up. We don't we don't need to appeal to them. So it's all the it's, we bought Marvel for boys. That's so wrongheaded.
1: Oh, it's no, and it's, it turned out that Big insane. Hero Six
0: they were releasing Fabric with only four. Wow. So, Honey Lemon and Gogo were cut out of that, and then a woman complained to the fabric company and said, "You know, it's not Big Hero Four; it's Big Hero Six. We need all of them on
4: on the fabric." On the fabric. Right. So,
0: uh, there's that. We know this has happened. Gamora was left out of a lot of sets because, and, and Toys R Us probably made that request. Boys won't buy it, and it's like BS.
4: Yeah, that's so wrong. Wake
0: up to the fact that it's moved on. So, D- and now here's DC. I don't know. I think this is cool, and yet. It's still going, a misstep. It's still a misstep to say the DC superhero hero girls separating out. It's the heroes and villains. It's Wonder Woman, Bumblebee, of all things, uh, from Teen Titans, uh, Supergirl, Catwoman, Batgirl, um, Poison Ivy, and Harley. Uh, so it's the heroes and villains as they go through the primary grades and the beginnings of middle school and learn about their powers. But it's going to be toys... How original! Both dolls and action figures. I like that they separated that out—dolls yeah. and action figures—because we don't play with dolls. But,
1: um, but why the separate branding? I mean, it's cool that the that a lot of these characters are getting new toys because they don't get a lot yeah. to begin with. And then, but the I I personally think the separate branding is just silly.
0: Well, let's turn to the the guy who's going to have to wade through that minefield with his child. Yeah, Nate.
3: Yeah I don't know. I, don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Tiffany's minefield. We need to we need to get Ben on this podcast. We need to cost a cost uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chatty Costa. Uh
3: I'm not I'm not really gonna I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I mean we put her in Spider Man onesie that was obviously a boy's outfit and we just put a headband on her and make her look like a girl. It worked. It worked. So sure.
4: She's Mary Jane. Uh, oh, I was
0: saying, what's your, you know, you, you have the opinion? Do you want things Spider that are pan- that are pandering? Uh, maybe pandering is the wrong word, uh, you know. But, but right into, right to your editor at fanboyplanet.com if you want to hate me. Targeting uh, targeting girls separately when really shouldn't we be just targeting children? Kids. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, there obviously there's a place for things that are targeting girls separately, but when it comes to in this instance, the Black Widow toy or whatever, a boy is going to want that too to have all of the Avengers. Right. And who's to say, I mean, most girls, when you say, hey, who's your favorite Avenger? It's Thor or it's the Hulk. I have not heard a ton of girls say, oh, my favorite Avenger is Black Widow
0: because she's also a girl. But I I will say that when I saw Marvel Universe Live, Black Widow got the biggest
4: pop. I would still say that there's a lot of in in the younger male ages, there's a lot of I, I really don't want the girl figures. But who collects this stuff? It's not just it's not just the But right. and especially when you're talking about an action figure line that
0: often has in small print for adult collectors right, only. Right, right. Which small parts may just just make this whole thing seem even creepier than it yes, already right, is. Right. Remind us in print on the packaging, which we of course will not disturb because we don't and want the value to go. I down. think
1: the Lego Friends series is goofy too. I mean. They got a lot of female aimed Legos. They're they're bricks. Who cares?
0: Yeah. But they're pink
1: bricks. Okay. Some (laughs) pink (laughs) pink bricks available for, you know. Absolutely. A bunch of little boys that would play with pink bricks. Well, because, you know,
0: let's face it, we also know this. A century ago, the colors were reversed pink was for boys and and blue was for girls. I didn't know that. And we've somehow, our culture just slowly translated and transferred the colors around and
1: either way they're pastels so they're not masculine at all
0: right <laughs> They're my favorite right. colors. Okay, so anyway, yeah, uh, I know. So let's check in. Speaking of of things that aren't uh, masculine at all, no, uh, convergence. I had no really good transition there, but we just wanted to check in on the big, <laughs> the big crossover there, convergence because Rick and I just hate it.
4: Let's should we say that I, I just this this is such a pointless series. It's all like let's do a uh, let's look at the character as they were before the new fifty two, and sometimes quite a ways before they were the, mm-hmm. the new fifty two. And then they kind of bring in kind of like sideband stuff. There'll be somebody from Tangent, the Tangent Universe will show up, mm-hmm. and they just show up for a couple of panels. And it's issue the, two had the just, like
0: a, just Imagine Stan Lee creating the DC Universe for yeah. a panel to die. Yeah, and like so, if anybody who doesn't know that series, and yeah, like, you don't need to, but if if any of that looked looked the slightest bizarre. bit interesting. It's gone. Yeah. know, yeah, and I just don't get it.
4: It's It just seems like they're trying to do Christ, Christ muddle on infinite earth. It's like, okay, well.
0: It's Secret Wars on infinite earth. So yeah. I, I, although, I mean, you know, here's a chance to do a riff on Midnight at the Well of Souls, and they they just didn't do it. You know, there's an, I'd rather see all these different worlds cooperating, trying to, you know, you cross over. I mean, th- that does have to be a moment where you see... There's an alternate version of yourself, and in, I think it's the second issue. Because yeah, I bought three of Convergence. There is Thomas Wayne from Earth Two, who yeah. was obviously created because Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint was very popular. Yes, encountering Bruce. Right. I'm not sure which Bruce it is, which which world's Bruce it is, but encountering Bruce and with Gotham it, by Gaslight. No, it's not. It's no. a, because it's a modern thing. Gotham by Gaslight, which they're reprinting, is, right. is finally coming around but it's it's clearly a modern modern take. Right, it's the
4: it's the. I actually
0: think it's kind of it's the Grant Morrison Batman cuz I'm also seeing this convergence as a lot of FU to stories that people did, that people editorially didn't like. Yeah. So there's a whole thing in issue 3 with all the villains that are from um Grant Morrison's run. Yeah. And I won't spoil, but it's like clearly they're treated with so little respect and because they're all hanging out together you can't help but identify with Grant Morrison which tells me there's somebody editorial editorially ticked off or saying wouldn't it be funny if we kill? you know i'm seeing too many little boy fantasies out of creators who shouldn't be indulging their own but little boy they're, fantasies but they are
4: developed with all the attention span of a little boy you know yeah. and and so it's like they inject a, wild, a wildstorm character in there yeah. and they've gotten some wildstorm character like the Shadow of the Bat came out this week. I was splitting through it. It looks like there's there was a, another one of those teams that was uh, mercenaries that all got nanites or something and gave them gold skin. I can't remember what the title uh, was. Wetworks? Wetworks. Was that right? I mean, it probably was. Or Cyber Force.
0: No, gold was, skin is Wetworks. Wetworks, sorry. It has wetworks.
4: Yeah. Um It was the 90s. It was a so dark it, time. But they're like, like, I think it's like four panels of it. And they talk, there's some conversation about parallel worlds or something. So it's like... I don't. I, it's just like it's, it's, I'm saving so much money on this. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna start saving more
0: because the one issue that I really wanted, the one with Supergirl and Ambush Bug, yeah, came out this week. So I have it. So I don't feel any obligation. You know, to I flipped through that.
4: I didn't see Ambush Bug. Those bastards.
0: Okay. I don't know. I haven't flipped through it yet. I just bought it because I was told that's that no. The ambush I flipped bug through it. it. No, I'm, it I'm not. Du- I'm not doubting me. you. I'm just saying. I could be. He could be hidden in there. It could be like Plastic Man appearing on The Flash. Yeah. You know, uh, so, uh, yeah, save So, money, Convergence,
4: people. save your money.
0: Let's talk about, Nate, it's that time. What?
4: Sing, sing it.
0: What's in the bag? What's
3: in the bag?
0: All right, it's time we look through uh, things. Is that in your top three room? right there, that this one on my your top left top hand? top three, yes okay. yes. okay, you start then. Okay. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it because uh, it's sad, a little out of things. Oh, you so Nate, it, you shuffled it to the bottom. I shuffled. I'm double dealing. Okay. Nate, what's in your bag?
3: If I had a bag this week, oh, it would get include a chance. Hulk fifteen. It was in my bag too. Yeah. Mine too. Because the Incredible Hulk is my favorite character. And I will always buy the Incredible Hulk book, no matter how crappy it is when it's written by Jeff Loeb and it's about the Red Hulk.
4: Okay. Now I'm I'm behind on that book, but i I'm, Is that Maestro in the cover?
3: Uh, it could be. Basically, the current storyline is written by Jerry Dugan, who's also the Deadpool co-writer with Brian Posehn. Yeah. Um. Bruce Banner got shot in the head. To heal him. I know. Uh, so, Tony Stark injected him with
4: extremists,
3: or somebody injected him with
4: extremists. Right, that's Doc Green, right?
3: <clears throat> right, so Doc Green is now trying to rid the world of other gamma-powered
4: right. people. I guess I hadn't so figured out that he's grown a beard in, on this cover.
3: Although, no. It could just he, be Doc Green. And it could but be he Maestro. he did have... Yeah. Uh, because Maestro is
0: going to be in Secret Wars. Or it
4: could be the Doc Green eventually turns into Maestro. Well, well
0: he
3: did have like a flash-forward through his AI program yeah. that showed him becoming the maestro or it may have been a dream. I don't remember. It was a few issues back. Okay.
4: No, I think Bagley's doing a great job with this, this, uh, arc of the book. I mean, it was good before we, the arc prior arc was really good. J- so Jerry Dugan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you get to go to earth two and, uh, attend their signing? No,
3: we were moving. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, Okay. But so. I definitely wanna I went last to their signing last year. They were oh, okay. also there. All right. So, Rick,
0: what's
4: in your bag? My first book in my bag is Avengers number 1 Operation Hydra, which is another mini series with um the Avengers from the movies. So, it's all the all the ones you're you're looking for when you amble out of uh when you amble out of Age of Ultron on May the May 11th or 10th? May, May, May 10th is... May 1st. May 1st? May 1st, May 1st. wow. It says it right there on the day. cover. Does it say it? There it is, down in a little fine print. Yes. Alzheimer's and cataracts. It, and it, you when, are,
3: you, when are you going to see it before it comes
0: out, Derek? Uh, Monday. But they're not letting any guests, uh, which is really irritating to me.
4: Lucky! Uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, this book is, um, it's... A three ninety nine book. It's twenty pages of new material, and then twenty pages that reprints Avengers number sixteen, which is the start of which Avengers? Oh, okay, the original start Avengers. of a great new. <laughs> okay, yeah, the Cap's Kooky Quartet, isn't it? The original, the original uh, Avengers assemble with the start of a great new Avengers lineup, and uh, it is so. The- it's not bad, and there are no, there are no. Um, even Actually, though, there are very few
0: ads in this book. Even though I know it's coming, it's the, it's, it, I'm, I'm really bummed that the Avengers trailer I saw spoils that moment when Hawkeye says that to, to Pietro and, and Wanda, if you go out there, you go out Avengers. Yeah. I'm like, that's a great moment. I wish I didn't see that in a commercial. I wanted to just go, <laughs> E Yep. And then have somebody turn, sit next to me, turn to me and say, why is that important? Um,
4: that happens. Which the they always one. will.
0: Who's that? Why is there this person? Like, at the first one I saw, I was sat next to somebody who had no idea. She could have never seen a superhero movie before.
4: So this follows the last, uh, I guess it was three weeks ago, um, the Avengers Millennium book came out. Mm-hmm. And we've already got, I think there are three or four other Avengers books. There's still Avengers World. Um, yeah. There's Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. And there's, there's, there's enough, I think we've got enough Avengers books right now that... Uh, uh, don't forget in a couple of weeks it'll be Rocket Raccoon and the Pet
0: Avengers, is it? Yes. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, on my bag, I did I actually go like all alternative? I did um, from Image, and I'm sorry because I feel like both that Avengers thing and this are t- sadness for Rick tonight that he didn't get this because I don't know why. So my list I'll go get tomorrow. Okay, so good. Um, which is thrilling adventure hour because it would be it's labeled under T. Uh, the second title from them, Beyond Belief, number one, uh, by Acheron Blacker with art by uh, Andy... Uh, it's actually the fourth book
4: they've done because they did two well, zeros they, before these. But the,
0: the, the zeros are digital, which are reprinted in the back of these.
4: I thought they did another, another no. set. Oh, but okay. they
0: also have a from Archaea, a okay. graphic novel. Um, but they switched to image for reasons they have explained elsewhere. I'll leave it to them. They're right. Um Anyway, uh, Phil Hester, who had done way back when the Kevin Smith Green Arrow arc, uh, and has written many books on his own is, uh, does the artwork for this, uh, going back and doing kind of the origin. If you read the zero issue, um, how they met is reprinted in the back, but this actually feels like knowing what I know about the, that, that they're actually kind of starting from scratch and this feels very close to what I have read. The description of their sitcom pilot script was. Oh, interesting. Okay. So uh, one of the characters in here is being introduced first, and I'm used to her from the from the podcast as got, being much further along in her story with them. So they've gone back to the very beginning. Is it the vampire? The the uh, yeah, the vampire who marries the werewolf. Who marries the werewolf? Yeah. And so she's not a vampire in this version. Yet. Perhaps yet, you okay. know. But uh, it's a fun book, and as always, and I can just—you're going to love this, Rick. You just read it, and you can hear Paul F. Tompkins and Padgett Brewster. I, just I think throwing this dialogue back and forth. These
4: books have been spot on. They've well, now, of course, they've now There's done. They're written
0: their, by the same person, people writing the podcast. But they've
4: now—I mean, they've now done the last. Recording of the uh, podcast, and so I'm the
0: last live recordings. They say that it will exist in other forms, in uh, other, and I hope they stay true to that promise. Uh, I do too. I do too. My
4: fear is that they've just been having trouble, more and more trouble, getting people together for recording sessions, which may be
0: as well too. <laughs> yeah. Do you listen to the Thrilling Adventure Hour? I have
1: not. I've, I've listened, I think, to about half of one. I, uh, other podcasts take up my commute. All how right. about Welcome to Nightvale? Uh, I need to catch up. I'm about halfway through. Yeah,
4: you this. seem more like a Welcome to Night vale guy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, an, right. it's insanity. I
4: love it. All right,
0: Nate, what would next be in your bag?
3: Next in my bag would be Chew Forty Eight. Nah, I saw that on the by show a friend
0: today. of the program,
3: John so, Layman. Excellent. That's uh, only twelve issues left. It only oh. goes to sixty.
4: What did I say? Who's the uh, artist on that? I keep on forgetting. Is it Ga- Rob Guillory. Rob, Rob Guillory. He did another book this week that I read. I think really? it was last week.
0: And another we got to mention last week, John Layman wrote uh, Guardians of the Galaxy team-up. Gamora, Maybe and, really? Gamora that was and She-Hulk. That was... That may have been Gamora him. and She-Hulk teamed yep. up. Yeah. It was yep. interesting. I, I feel those stories are very rushed to make sure they get as much Guardians of the Galaxy stuff on the, on the shelf. Yes. It was good... But I thought, yeah, it's one of those like it's a, which was like kind of like Marvel team up. Yeah, this is not going to affect continuity in any it's way. It's shape not or all form. the Guardians of the Galaxy
4: either. It's, and it's which, she- thank okay. heavens, because I can't
0: yeah. couldn't think of an excuse why all the Guardians would meet no. a different superhero
4: each month. So it was good. <laughs> Oddly enough, that leads right into my next book, perhaps, not. which is uh, the Omega issue of Black Vortex, which has been a, a big crossover between the Guardians of the Galaxy and the X Men and i don't know if you
0: i call it peter loves kitty
4: it is peter loves kitty but it also is or kitty loves peter it's it's also remember all that stuff you loved about the phoenix force being imbued in the uh, five main x-men and all the trouble that happened i didn't read
0: that so i don't i, I don't remember and loving that so that's that. kind
4: of what black vortex does too it's kind of like there okay were, uh, you you supercharge up a couple of characters you convince them that they're they're doing bad for good and everybody else fights them
0: okay it's not as bad as convergence
4: no, it's not, and it's actually better than it's actually better than the. I'm trying to remember what that name of that series was called. That awful, awful series with.
0: Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I really skipped over it completely yeah. when the X Men did. I, I know what you're talking about because yeah. that's where Cyclops turned bad eventually. Well, Cyclops and stayed bad.
4: Yeah, uh, Emma and Colossus and. Um,
0: it's okay because yeah. we, don't it want was, people to go, we don't want uh, people to go back and get it, so they don't know the title. The yeah. Alzheimer's meetings win. <laughs> we tell you if we could remember that's the sad irony of the whole thing and please i'm sorry no one write in and say say you're making fun of alzheimer's we're not we're making fun of ourselves and our forgetfulness yes. it's a horrible disease we want it reversed there's so much to remember and i
4: didn't cyclops turn
3: bad in avengers versus x-men
4: no it
0: wasn't there was a series before that, that that involved the that involved hope the mutant that came back that was going to reinstate everybody becoming mutants? And the no, Phoenix I think forces. it was yeah. Avengers vs. X-Men. Oh, was
4: it was Avengers versus X-Men. Wasn't yeah.
3: that why they were fighting? Because yeah, because oh, yeah. the okay, so Phoenix go. was going uh, to come
4: back And it was, it was the, four, the foreshadowing. the foreshadow crossover Doctor Who episode with the two
0: Doctors? What's the title schism, of that? The, uh, it was a schism. Oh, the two Doctors? Yes, okay. It was a
4: schism between the X-Men, which caused them to which break into two teams. Which is why we have two teams. uncanny X-Men.
0: Yeah. Uncanny uh, Avengers. Uncanny Avengers. Right, exactly. There we go so
4: mystery solved
0: yay but i would i would agree i i think that maybe a trade of black vortex is probably going to be worth reading and i think it'll be uh, it's, it's uh, eminently tradable readable but but because it know didn't branch was, out to a whole lot of other stuff but the sums that it did i read a couple at like i went back and, oh i accidentally missed one because like there was nova they yeah. had a chapter they had a rebranding of the covers and i went back and read that nova chapter in real and the same thing with captain marvel um that they were episodes that it didn't matter no ultimately had no impact on the story yeah. at all, and yeah. I was really irritated by that. You know that I, Well, yeah. Because it's a reach out and, you know, I know you want to try another book, but it didn't make me want to read Nova. Nova right. makes me want to read Nova. Yeah. Anyway, next in my bag is Empire Uprising. I don't know if you'd say a long-awaited, because I think that Empire I, itself... I didn't expect it at all. ...was a very well-contained story. Six issues from years ago, great trade paperback by Mark Waid and Barry do. Kitson about basically the theory of you know what happens if Dr. Doom wins, takes over the world, and then a couple decades later realizes it's hard work to run the world. Um, and it had a beautiful tragic arc to it. Thankless
4: work. I know.
0: We never thank Rick. Uh, oh, no, I wasn't.
4: Okay. When I start pandering for thanks, you'll know it. Oh, I do. <laughs> uh,
0: so, anyway, the sequel is out from IDW. I, th- I can't remember who po- – oh, the original was out from Dark Horse, I think, when it was one of the, like, uh, Gorilla imprints or something, when they had, like, a creator-owned imprint that lasted for about a year. Um, and, anyway, so this is this is here, uh, a sequel. I know nothing about what's going on with it either other than I had to have it, it because great. I loved the
4: first. It looks great.
0: You should notice on the back that I, I noticed this at WonderCon. IDW is adapting Douglas Adams, Dirk Gently, a yeah, detective agency in a comic, so that should be interesting. But really, my focus here was Empire. So, uh, Nate, what would be the third thing in your bag? Star Wars number four. Drew Campbell just woke up because <laughs> we said Star Wars.
4: Okay. That's the one with Dar- Darth Vader on the cover, right?
3: Published <laughs> kind of, by Marvel Comics.
4: It's an orange Darth Vader. Looks like a creamsicle.
0: I have to look through my stack because I have it here. Um, yeah, cool. Yes, which is one of the most popular books Marvel has. I don't... I mean, it's interesting because I don't think that Dark Horse was doing the kind of sales that Marvel has been doing with Star Wars. Well...
3: Because uh, they're Dark Horse.
0: Well, yeah. There's not of much penetration... Star Wars, uh, you know, that Marvel's version, as as good as it is, as good as Dark Horse's version is, there's something about just people being aware. Because I see so many people walking into shops, picking this up, that had never walked
4: into to buy I see people Bios just stores. coming in just for this yeah. book. You know, I mean, they come in, they walk, and
0: I don't know if it's because of the timing of The Force I did,
1: Awakens. And I, n- I never read the Dark Horse stuff, and I've been actually into comic shops to buy this. So, yeah.
0: You survive the experience
3: I survived the experience okay. I, I love Good. comic shops.
1: I just don't read comics
0: all right.
3: well, you should go back and read all the Dark horse stuff now, Drew
1: well, actually that <laughs> was something i would plan on talking about because at, at the at uh, during Star Wars celebration, they announced that they're adding all the Dark Horse stuff to Marvel Unlimited
4: Marvel so. Unlimited being the pay one price for your subscription to read everything that is in the li- that they put digitally into that library
1: yeah. And so. so all of the old Dark Horse stuff is going into that. So I'll pay that one price and read it all. Yes.
4: And I hadn't commented on this until uh, since the last time I talked about digital comics. But the reader, f- the online reader for Marvel uh, Unlimited, will actually download copies, so you don't have to read them while you're attached to the internet anymore, which, which is a really is very... limiting factor. I think you can download ten.
0: That's um, that's almost enough to make me give it a shot. Yeah. It's like eighty bucks a year. I, I think. still need to be reading on something other than a phone. I need to get a sixty-nine. Patent. I think I need 69? to get a tablet. Can you pick it up on Nook or Kindle Fire? Would, yeah, I'm sure you could. You just want a reader.
1: You have to sideload the application on Kindle Fire because that's what I just did this, today. Okay, so you know. All right. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So what's next on your stack there, Rick? The
4: last thing on my stack is issue number one of Lady Mechanica, which uh, is one of my favorite. Which is Rick's Walking Dead it's one of my favorite books that it took forever for them to finish the first six issue arc or five issue arc maybe. Um, but, uh, the last year he's been getting, uh, getting it out on a regular basis. And this is basically a, a, a cy- steam powered cyborg, uh, uh, bounty hunter. She is. And, uh, Although she's not really steam powered, but it's during the kind the, of a steam, neo steampunk age kind of thing. So this is the starting of a new arc called the da- Tablet of Destinies, and um, this is a beautifully drawn and, and put together book. All the all the gadgets they come up with are really interesting. You may not notice that uh, she's missing an arm there. She's kind of like a, a living bust because she is uh, she has no arms or legs. They are mechanical. Hmm. So anyway. Uh that's Excellent. my th- that's my third.
0: All right. And my third is uh what issue is this of number five hundred and thirty three. I understand they're gonna reboot and start and over Mad at one Magazine again. <laughs> Because this is the month that guests Al, Al, Al guest Yankovic editor. takes over. Yes. So I bought this because I knew that my son would have a good time. But this includes contributions from John Hodgman, uh who else did I see in here coming through uh,
4: that uh, John Hodgman and Mad. Wow,
0: well, I know. Well, it's kind of a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Uh, Patton
3: Oswald, I believe, has I think something Patton in there.
0: Oswald is in here. Um, Emo Phillips, Chris Hardwick. So basically, the wow. people that have really been part of—I don't know if you can say it, Weird Al's Renaissance. Because I don't think he ever really went away. But this is like the Weird Al universe. This is his like victory lap year of like everybody loves Weird Al. Yeah, and now he gets. This is probably one of those. If you could sit down and ask him right now. When you were 10, could you imagine there'd be the day that you would have put yourself on the cover of Mad Magazine and would that have jump-started puberty? Uh, Because I I think it would have. Uh, So uh, I think you may notice it on the stands, Uh, and I know Mad's available in grocery stores, so check it out. I was very eager for this. I'm going to give it a read, and uh, I know it's a little off the beaten path of what we normally get, and I'm not a regular Mad Reader anymore,
4: but... Uh, well, I, I haven't bought it in a long time. It's really interesting to see it all in color. Has been for a little while. Well, there's some black and white in there. And it is
0: interesting to see, you know, like, how many artists are so are now there that have been so clearly influenced by the artists that came before. Yeah. And so that's, you know, it's just really cool. You know, I'm glad it's still here being cynical and teaching kids to I'm not, seeing the, not uh, trust
4: authority. What's the stuff in the uh, that Sergio Agarnas does the, in the... the... The margins, the marginalia stuff. I'm not seeing. Well, any he's got of a it. feature in there. Um, you know. Oh, there's one. There's there's a couple. He's also okay. really
0: busy doing a lot of other books, and you know. So yeah, we'll see. So anyway, cool. there we go. Let's talk. Uh, let's move on to movies, shall we? And talk about some uh, some quick things before we get to really get Drew shaking up and awake here, and talk <laughs> about Star Wars celebration. I'm still not going to do it because I want to get to other stuff, um, which is that uh, Sony announced this week that they have a a deal, five-movie deal with Valiant, um, which I just talked about the last time we sat down to record uh, about Harbinger and Bloodshot, and when I saw what their plans are of creating their shared universe, it's not nearly as irritating as everybody else trying to force a shared universe, like Sony on the Ghostbusters and Sony on Spider-Man. Sony on on Valiant makes sense they're just going to take straight from the graphic novels they're going to do uh, Bloodshot 1 and 2 as they already know that 2 movies with Bloodshot 2 movies with Harbinger and then adapt Harbinger Wars to film as the 5th film as the culmination which is essentially what Valiant did with their series first 2 the revamp and and Rick maybe you remember a little bit better about Bloodshot than I do I because I hadn't read that many issues the re, uh, when it was back in the '90s, right? Uh, the revamped Bloodshot is still the idea of kind of like a former mob guy who has been given nanites. Yeah, uh, he's been active and he's being used by a by a rival corporation called the Rising Spirit Project. It's an
4: Asian company, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't I think, think they are in this. of okay. Corporation. I think is, they were. In, right uh, it's rising spirit not rising sun yeah. and it's the harada corporation was the bad guys in the original mm-hmm. harbinger right and now they're sort of it's it's a different take but it's still there's still villains the harbinger team the kids are still definitely on the run from these e- corporations but there's two rival corporations one's hiring has bloodshot who goes to seek out active kids uh, they call them psyots and uh when he breaks free of his programming, he's still going after them to keep them from the... Right. But his reputation is that he is the right. boogeyman for the Psyots, whereas the kids from the Harbinger Foundation have broken free and are also trying to find these other active kids and, and save them, and they think Bloodshot's their enemy. And
4: he's he's really re- recognizable because of the white skin and the red eyes. And, and a
0: red spot spot in the yeah. center because then later... A thousand years in the future, Rye yeah. uh, comes out with the same technology. Um, so they're adapting those, and we—I'd had a brief conversation with the people at, at uh, Valiant in, at WonderCon, and I—I I pegged that Bloodshot would be one. I said because you could take it totally out of the concept; is just like a mob enforcer who is basically can't die, right? Easy, you know. I mean, you still have the, the thing about to trying, to trying to find vote. enabling kids, but and, that they're putting it into an arc and creating an entire. Universe. The universe is interesting, good move. Um, they're great comics. If you can find them, get them. Uh, and there's plenty of time to read them in the right order and go, oh, yeah. Because it's, it's really only five volumes of trade paperbacks to that you need to read. Yep. So I think that's that's really cool. The new Fantastic Four trailer came out.
4: And went.
0: How claustrophobic does that whole thing just feel? Like it's all on a soundstage. stage. Yeah. it's almost like it's a haunted house movie the
1: Fantastic Four get their powers
4: (laughs) and are trapped in a house with Doctor Doom a lot of hall shots
1: it was a better trailer than the first one it was well sure that's not saying a whole lot, right? Because no. they
4: actually showed people using their powers. I will give that. You actually I, got a, You actually got a pretty decent, although really fast. I had to slow it down and watch it, watch see what was really happening of Reed Richards stretching to jump over a bar, and his arms, his arms were both stretching and pulling him up. And I lifting. thought that was actually an
0: effective a, little shot. It was a good but, shot, but there was still nothing about the acting, nothing about the setup that made me want to go. Yeah, you know, poster's better. The new poster they released mm-hmm. is better. I thought it was interesting. They dumped it on a Sunday to outlets like ourselves.
1: Except it doesn't look like them. No. At all. No. The the, the airbrushing on, on, I can't remember the kid who's playing Reed Richards, but the... Miles Teller. It doesn't even look like Miles Teller at all.
0: Yeah. In my opinion. I I think part of it, you know, I I don't know. I just, I'm trying to, because there's pros and cons about hiring some, like an established... Uh, charismatic actor. Like, you know, you, you gambled on Robert Downey Jr. He plays Iron Man. Everybody knew who he, he brought a lot of baggage to the role. He brought a lot of swagger, all that that people expected. With, I mean, maybe it's the nature of the Fantastic Four. They're not necessarily characters that you go, okay, the, the quiet genius that was Reed Richards who messes up royally and gives everybody powers is, that might not be the sexy, dynamic, charismatic role in there. But I feel like all, by going with these young there are a lot of actors that. Well, I mean, I guess people that watch Convergence, Miles Teller's there. and I know he was pop- he was in an Oscar-nominated film. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, but they call him an up-and-comer, but but it's it's not somebody. They're not anybody with real name recognition.
4: And that's not not necessarily a bad thing. You it's mean, not necessarily, you but it,
0: a, but I still feel like there's nothing anchoring me to. Well, them. there's
4: nothing in nothing is happening in that in that tease. You're basically getting, like, a, a mission statement of why, do you, why are you coming to us for money? Because I've got this kid, Reed Richards, and he thinks about stuff we haven't even thought about yet before. Okay, and fine. we're going to other dimensions. And we're going – and, hey, they're strapping in. They're going to other dimensions. Wait a minute. You're putting your brain trust that came up with this device into the machine that's going to send them into alternate dimensions? It's almost like
0: game. And we know, you know, because um, it feels like
4: it's there. Well, yeah. I, but the – and then – and then there's some shots of them using their powers in hallways, as you mentioned. We get one shot of Dr. Doom. And I'll say and this. It looks terrible. It, it looks better than the prior Dr. Doom. But it still doesn't look like Dr. Doom. It still looks like ragamuffin Dr. Let's Doom. Let's be honest. Next convention you go to, listeners, go ahead and pick up
0: that 1991 or 1992 Roger Corman Fantastic Four. Yes. Because at the very least, you'll see a bunch of actors that look... Like, like the, the Fantastic yeah. Four and yeah. Doctor Doom, and
4: Absolutely. and I still say that's better than any of the Fantastic say, Four no, movies. Done. Because I enjoy I, it. I yeah.
0: think that movie is the is the most sincere. Yes. out of all of them. Yes, done by people that really wanted to bring the Fantastic Four to the screen
4: before it was truly
0: possible, possible
4: to do. The kind of shots that they were doing,
0: but they were trying. Yeah, there's so much the, heart. The Human
4: Torch animation does look like like drawn it's, animation. It's a
0: little silly, but
1: but the thing, you, the
4: outfit, thing looks okay.
1: He looks great. I think he looks better than any of the other the Chicklisses. Yeah,
0: he, you know they they did it for the right reason.
4: Yeah, and there's there's more sincerity. And then in a in Doctor Doom who had had a regal elegance to his evil. Robert Culp's son. Yeah. So. So
0: yeah. Uh, there was a leak online, you guys saw that I had not, um, of a, f- of an ending for Avengers. That we think is fake. That they've claimed that we is hope
3: fake. is fake, because I don't want to see the ending before I see the movie. Sure. It was no spoiler, but yes, I understand. Yes.
4: Did you see this one, Nate?
3: The one that uh, Salzar posted? Yes. Yes. Yes.
4: Okay. So you're hoping that you haven't seen the end of the movie already.
3: Right, but I have a... I have a bad feeling about this. Okay.
4: Do we do we spoil this one or not?
0: Um, I, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> okay, well,
3: let's not spoil it. I mean, now that we've it. all giggled about it. So, and so, said, the so,
4: thing is,
0: Marvel has claimed it's fake, but then that's what everybody's not saying. Well, that's just what they say it is. I could put is. our
4: prior conversation in the outtakes where we discuss it. I think I had that recorded. Okay, so if you do, then. So if you want to hear, well, you well, I, hear I, us talk think, about I it. I
1: think other sources have claimed it's fake as well, so yeah, not just Marvel. So well, anyway. Marvel's
0: the prime source, you know, that's what we'll see. I mean, that's thing I didn't put down here, but have you been following Wiki, um, WikiLeaks posted all the Sony emails and how much Marvel stuff has come out and how much bad blood there was from Drew Goddard leaving Daredevil to take over the Sinister Six? And um, there's a lot. I'd say go on to Bleeding Cool yeah. and Trace because they've been pulling... What they the call Wicked the most leaks. pertinent of the uh, of these leaks? They're WikiLeaks editor, and you, they 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 have been. And you can yeah. follow if you're in if you have the patience, if you have the interest. It is fascinating. Okay. And again, to see how badly behaved all studio executives are, I will wait for and, a documentary.
4: Vindicate. I
0: would be intrigued to see if they do something like that. I'd
1: be amazed if somebody doesn't pick it up. Yeah. And do a Snowden esque.
0: Yeah. Kind of a. But at this point, we don't
1: know. Docudrama. You, you don't really
0: know the plot because you don't know who did it. You don't know what's going on. All we know is that Sony Studio has been extremely embarrassed. And there was uh, a big trail of the whole Spider-Man negotiation thing where, it you know, you have all the emails talking about when it fell apart in October. And, you know, how close it came and what their plans were. And, and it was just, you know, pfft. so. Um, but, of course, it all had a happy ending, didn't it? But it's still fascinating um so
4: happy fake ending
0: uh, ha, ha ha then i'm here's what i'm i'm gonna what was next on my thing uh on my list is i'm gonna push back so it's all one big chunk of campbell okay oh um, <laughs> jeez yeah uh the batman versus batman v superman teaser in imax was released uh, uh oh god yeah.
4: I'm so. Have you watched the honest um, version of no, it? No, but I
0: saw you that you posted it and oh. said basically that's it's true and it painful. It Doesn't
4: it's, help. It's it's so true and it doesn't help at all. <laughs> um,
0: I can imagine. I mean, to be fair, it's like there was nothing about that that made me excited. I am very torn because there was some scandal last week. The original director they had hired. I want to say her name is Michelle McLaren for Wonder Woman, left the project over creative differences, the fabled creative differences. And then they've hired another woman who was, who had originally been attached to direct Thor, the dark world. Mm. And so it's like, Oh, they're getting their vengeance on Marvel. I'm like, no, they're not. But then they said, and then somebody was complaining, well, Zack Snyder is still overseeing the whole thing. So it's going to suck no matter what happens. And I want to say, actually, I'm kind of looking forward to a Zack Snyder produced Wonder Woman not because I like his dark take or anything uh, but I do think that Zack Snyder is actually pretty feminist and when you think one of the few things that I have in time come to like about Man of Steel is that Lois Lane is positioned as a friend and guide to Clark Kent instead of being automatically Superman's girlfriend Uh there's not a lot of and when I thought about it in 1938 what were you going to do if you introduced a female foil? She's got to be the love interest because that's what the tropes were. Right. If you're reimagining in the 21st century, you want to talk truly, quietly, subversively feminist, there's no spark. They're just friends. Yeah. Because when you think about it... And there shouldn't be a spark right away. I think Larry Niven also made it very clear why Superman really shouldn't be with a human being. Um, in Man of Steel, Woman, Woman of Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's... Uh, So looking forward to the Wonder Woman thing. That said, the the Batman v Superman trailer did nothing to get me excited about Batman v Superman. It made me hate
4: Batman as much as I hated Superman in the last movie. It it made me hate Batman for using the line "Do you bleed?" and it made me hate Batman for bombing a bunch of a bunch of enemies. Let's uh, we'll assume they're bad guys, but he kills right off the bat, and Uh,
0: they're 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 shoehorning in. Frank Miller attitude because it's definitely borrowing a lot from Dark Knight Returns because I already saw yeah. a big while of somebody cosplaying the Batman armor. Yeah, I saw went, Oh yeah, them, yeah, but it's from Dark Knight Returns so that makes sense. Um, but it's an attitude that the franchise hasn't earned yet and again, I think I've said it before on the podcast, people forget Dark Knight Returns was originally satire until everybody went, this is what comics should be and their nipples exploded and that was it. You know, um, and and, and and like this is why we don't do
3: video. This is, we, <laughs> we should.
0: <laughs> and Alan Moore said that about Watchmen too. Like the entire industry changed because I had a I was in a bad mood for a year. Yeah, you know, and and as everybody went grim and gritty, and, and and what was humorous has been lost. Right, and now I don't see any humor in that trailer. I I do think there's an interesting idea of exploring that there are people that would think Superman he can't be trusted because. Brian of Brian's books used to rant. I'd go in there, cranky old man Brian, who would say, Superman makes no damn sense. If I had those powers, I would just herd everybody up, make sure they can't do, do stupid things anymore, and then be done with it. You know, his his letting people making their choices, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, I think you're fundamentally misunderstanding the point of the character. <laughs> oh, that was how he ran a store, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you make a good point, though, uh, about just the, the look and feel of it being all the Frank Miller stuff. This movie would be great in 98. Or or 97. I mean... Sure. Every, I get what you're saying. We, yeah. were, we yeah. were eating up dark and stormy and, and everything. And one of the great That's... things about the MCU is that it's bright and... And that's, fun and that's what we want, and, and that's what yeah. everybody wants right now. Yeah, the the BVS trailer just made me not want to see it even less. Than and, there, and, and, did. and
0: and I think the other thing with it is okay. A Frank Miller feel has gone in. We didn't put it on the itinerary, but you know, Daredevil came out on Netflix and watched. Uh, we've watched various numbers of it. we not, not no. all seen it. All I haven't seen all of it yet, but enjoying it. Definitely borrowing very heavily from. Frank Miller's. Frank Miller's run and people go, that's the iconic run. And I go, yeah, and that's the difference. Right. There's so many takes on Batman that we don't, that are not being used. Daredevil. When you talk about Daredevil, the thing that made Daredevil stand out as a character it was just somebody that was sort of there for a long time until yeah. Frank Miller got it. The only reason Frank Miller got it was because they were like, well. He can't do any worse for
4: sales than we've been doing. Yeah, because Daredevil was really kind of like a a, a lighter Batman in yeah. the Marvel universe, which now
0: Mark Wade is doing, returned him to being lighthearted right. and jovial. And but, and
4: but he also made he made he focused Daredevil on yeah. the area that he cared about, yeah. and the and the people he was working with, and the in the plot lines. So that you, he was telling real noir-style stories right. in that universe. And
0: when Daredevil has done best since has been when somebody's taken it back there. Kevin Miller tried to strike a... Uh, Kevin Smith, not Kevin Miller, a friend of ours from elsewhere. Kevin Smith tried to strike a balance between that kind of... F- a little more fun because he had Joe Casada doing the art, which is a little brighter. Casada doesn't really do dark. yeah, you know. Uh, but was still rooted in this very earthy uh, crime thing. And then Bendis took over, made his bones... By doing that, and that was back to Miller's stuff. When Who Bendis did the was one where writer. he
4: goes to jail?
0: That was, I think that was Bendis. Was that and then, Bendis? And then Brubaker took over. A, no, Brubaker did that after. Brubaker put him in jail after yeah, ben, Bendis. Ben, uh, Bendis put, put him, him in jail. The and then, Brubaker, and then Brubaker, had Brubaker had to get him that out. Was his, that was That's his right. Hanger <laughs> That's was, right. All right, I'm leaving. Boom, Daredevil's in jail. That's right. Get out of that. And yeah. then Brubaker did. You had to. In a very fine manner. Yeah.
4: But, which is actually where I'd like to see the second season. Which go.
0: it may. So you can. So you have that attitude. It fits that we don't want that Batman. You know, because the other thing is too, we haven't. We've just gone through a trilogy from Christopher Nolan. We haven't seen a Batman who is what I still think is the is the essence. Just if you take the humor away from Batman sixty six, the Batman Brave and the Bold animated series, the last thing that. Batman says says to the camera is, "Remember, children, I will always be there for you." He's lost that protector feel. Yeah.
4: And well, I could even go for like a Jim Maparrow, Neil Adams style. But that Batman. guy's a protector still. Yeah, nope and he's, but he's still a shadowy guy. He yeah. he can be threatening when he needs to be, but he's a team he's a and, team player. Right. And, and
0: Bruce Wayne was as much a character there. So, yeah, uh, to me the best time with Bruce Wayne. Because I think about that when Bruce Wayne was using the Wayne Foundation and trying to actually solve problems with it, and that was as important to a Batman story yes. as putting on the cowl.
4: And but at the same time, Bruce Wayne was a character he played, just like Matchless Malone. it's yeah. like it really kind of foreshadowed the whole Moon yeah. Knight thing.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know. And it's, it's, it's interesting because at Len Wein's spotlight panel at um, at WonderCon, somebody asked him, like, you know, which which Batman did you write? And he's like, Well, not the psychotic one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's not my Batman. It's like he's he's a hero. That's right. I just write right, a right. hero. You know, right. and I, I'd like to see. That guy, thank you. We saw the Dark Knight trilogy. It Two was of them fun. were very good. The third one was a little disappointing. And you just go. It was still. There's still some good points to it. Yeah. But we've seen. That. There were no good points. Okay. Uh, to the Dark Knight Rises. But next, we-
1: I'm waiting. Next
0: trailer. Uh, Tomorrowland.
1: Yeah. Beautiful.
4: I still haven't seen it. It's a it's a sparkling and exploding and action packed, and George Clooney looks awesome in it. And yeah, I'm, it I'm just, looks just looks like fun. Yeah, it, it looks like the. I I don't think I want to see what what Disneyland is going to do <laughs> once this movie comes out to celebrate it in Tomorrowland. Uh, yeah, just it's and it's just coming looks,
1: out in May, and the design notes are there. I mean, yeah. it, it it definitely looks like a gigantic Tomorrowland. Yeah, and that's what I think is fun about it. It's got that kind of future. And you got the feel. you got
4: the older guy mentoring or protecting it will the young girl from- because if it was something was going to go into
0: place, it would be. I mean, we're at the end of April, essentially. Yeah, this is coming out of the end of May.
4: It's a missed opportunity if they don't. They may not. So no, and
0: I, there are too many other things in the works yeah. that are bigger and more important to them. Quite honestly, yeah. And one is also celebrating the Disney 60th. You know, let's face it. In May, we get the hat box ghost back. They just announced that last weekend. So um, we they, could, be, they
1: could easily rip out the home of the future and replace it with Tomorrowland stuff in a weekend. They've got the they've got the uh,
0: they've got bigger fish to fry. It's there. a the great staff to big
4: beautiful tomorrow.
0: tomorrow. OK. Uh, and then you see the Ant-Man advertising, the little tiny Ant-Man billboards. Oh. <laughs> <playing Yeah. around. laughs> yeah.
1: Look, looks better than the movie.
0: The second trailer for Ant-Man I thought was better. It than was the first it was, one. It was better, and, and you know what, don't what made the wrong. difference
1: was music. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, yeah. The, the first one was making it like this is a very important film, and I was like that was the wrong tactic. <laughs> and the second one was like this is going to be kind of fun, and look, he rides ants. Isn't that kind of cool? Blah blah blah.
4: Yeah, I think that's that's the, the tactic to take, and I think the only problem is it with it is we haven't seen the Avengers yet, so. We're we're coming off of Guardians of the Galaxy, which was another one of those yeah. kind of light light things. So yeah. I like the idea of alternating and doing a fun do kind of fun lighter. I'm film sure every Ant Man is then.
0: all over the Avengers, you just don't see him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> He'll reveal it there's about ten Ultron years goes from now.
0: <coughs> splat. Um well there was a rumor at Comic Con when they had yeah. the concept art that Ant hey, Man's somewhere in that poster and you just do small and I'm like alright. But uh yeah. We shall see. It looks. It felt a little better, but I do like. I think the clever little small advertising the, the tini- is funny. tiny billboards is genius. That was genius. I would love to encounter one in real life. I've only seen photos.
1: I my understanding is they're only in Australia.
0: Those Australians get everything.
1: What the
3: hell do they need them for? Uh, Have you
0: seen the size of their ants? You've been listening to this podcast for the moment Drew Campbell was born for. It is time for our Star Wars Celebration Report with Drew Campbell. Star Wars
1: talking about
0: Star
1: Wars. Okay. Yes, you were there. I was. I was I was there. Uh, drove down Wednesday. Okay, um, so not television. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yep, <laughs> oh, it? It? And moving Millions. on. Yep, it was it was a convention. Moving on. Yes. Uh, no, it, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> so this was my first celebration. Um, Star Wars celebration bounces around every couple of years, and this was the first time uh, that I knew about it and that it was close enough to drive to. Apparently, in '07, it was in LA, and I, I missed out on that one. But uh, where's, next it, year, where's it going next year? London a oh. failure. Yeah. So I will not be going to that one. When in London? I want to say July. Hmm.
0: Tax deduction.
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah. I cannot... Excuse to
0: go to London. I cannot
1: go to that one because uh, I wish to remain married. And if I go to England and spend four days in a convention center, I will no longer be married. So... Um, well, that's sweet, then. Your wife yeah. doesn't want to go? No, I married a non-nerd. Uh, so... Um, and if you go
0: to London and you spend at a convention center, yeah. you are a nerd. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good. there's no way. There's yeah. no way. Um, but When
1: you could be seeing fine Shakespeare the way God intended it? Right. Which is one of the things I picked up was the Shakespeare Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> so, uh, great convention. <laughs> By the time anybody listens to this, I'm sure you've seen the, the trailer for Force Awakens. Um, and
3: if you haven't, pause the podcast and go watch it. Please. Yes,
1: absolutely. The um, line for the J.J. Abrams Kathleen Kennedy panel that uh, uh, they debuted Was the trailer Wednesday at. or Thursday. So, well, the line started Wednesday evening at six p.m. for the ten a.m. Thursday morning panel. My, uh, so it's not
4: the worst lineup we've seen at a convention. But they were actively keeping people out of that line ahead of time, weren't they? Yes,
1: that was active, they were lined up outside, then they were led into the actual uh, official queue for the 10 a.m. panel. My uh, hotel mates went and stood in that line. But since they also announced that they were going to be streaming all of the big panels online, I opted to sleep and be able to function for the rest of the weekend. Um, So I was in a different line when the panel actually happened. Interestingly enough, and uh, this got reported as well, but those folks who had been in that line all night uh, at around 2 a.m., they got a special treat. J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy bought everybody pizza. They ordered like 2,000 pizzas from a local pizzeria and they delivered it. And um, that
0: is really cool. That
1: that's really Who who does that? That's they, it was completely unnecessary. Cool people do that and, and exactly. Yeah. A lot of uh, the special guests that were at the convention walked the entire line and spent time talking with everybody. Um, uh, Jat the the gentleman that does the uh, voice of Obi Wan and the Clone Wars and stuff, he spent like ten minutes with every section of the of the line. And
0: when he. Generally hosts the star Wars weekends in Orlando. Right. And they do it at, at Disney world. Yeah. So um, and he was
1: the primary host for the celebration stage here. So okay. the big stage, he did most of them. Um, and, uh, I know, uh, uh, Dak from empire strikes back also walked the line and, and was hanging out with people and stuff. So, I mean, it, it made, it made the whole camp out a little more bearable for those guys in line. Um, so they all got into the celebration stage. I was in line for the exhibit hall uh, at 10 a.m. When the, uh, when the panel began. And there was probably about 6,000 of my closest friends also in that line. And, <laughs> and we were all staring at our phones with our earphones in. So you could literally hear a pin drop when that uh, trailer started coming. Uh, and it was dead silence. I've Never seen so many people be so quiet. And uh, as it went through <laughs> at the very, at the very end there of that trailer and you hear Han, everybody was crying and busting into applause. Uh, it, it was really overwhelming. I think I probably would have been a little uh, gotten a little chill from the end of that trailer had I been alone. But in a sea of, of nerds, we all just got really overwhelmed with emotion and, and tears are pouring down people's faces because they saw Han Solo again. And my big takeaway from that was that unlike Crystal Skull, it he looked like older Han Solo. He didn't look like older Harrison Ford pretending to be Han Solo.
4: Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it was yeah.
1: definitely the character on the screen. Yeah. Well his uh,
4: smile was right. Exactly. In
1: one in one yeah.
0: line, it's like people were going,
1: Wow, Harrison Ford decided to have fun acting again. Right. It it really did feel that which way. is the opposite of how I thought he'd be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was my big concern. Is like I, I want to see Han Solo again, but he's you know crotchety old man now. But there's got to be what something. What he do he has kids
0: and, with Calista Flucker, too. I mean, you got to think there's yeah. got to be some cachet where people are like, right. you know, his kids are going and. But I'm thinking about that, even with his JT and with the guy playing Dak, I mean, Could you
4: imagine? Oh, face it, Callista Flockhart woke uh, grew well, up, with, up. That mo- grew up with that Grew up with that movie, movie. sure. But, so she's got to be going. I want to see you as Han Solo again. But I mean, <laughs> and bring home the costume. But, I mean,
0: there has to be that. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, there has to be that moment where you, you just realize, um, as long as uh, let's get portentous here. Why you can have a celebration and everybody high fives and walks up and down the line is. You're actually part of something that if civilization lasts,
1: oh, that's you're going to be remembered forever.
4: forever. Forever.
0: I'm not kidding. Harrison Ford as Han Solo is like Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah.
1: That's permanent mythology. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And so it was interesting to me because this was the first time I ever went to a convention that had a singular purpose. You know, every other convention is a comic convention. And right. you get six different movies and all the you know, hundreds and thousands of comics and everything. And everybody's there for their own thing. This convention, everybody was there for their love of Star Wars, and it didn't matter. I didn't run into one person in a bad mood. It didn't matter if you were straight, gay, transgender, if you had... Bothan. uh, Bothan. uh, Nobody cared about anything that wasn't Star Wars. And I never saw so many smiles in my life. People would run into each other and immediately apologize to each other, not even give it a dirty look. I mean, it was crazy.
4: How crowded was it?
1: Uh, Saturday, I think they got to 60,000. So,
4: so it
1: was very crowded very on crowded. Saturday. Because um,
4: they're in the An- Anaheim Convention Center, which is not as big as the no. San Diego one by any it's means. It's
0: not as big as San Diego, but they are. that's why WonderCon is going to L.A. next year is they're going to expand it. uh uh-huh. Yeah. And I think they may be looking to expand it as much as San Diego is now. Okay. I don't know where, where they're going, they're I don't going know to expand it, but... Another five floors. Yeah. It'll just be this huge tower oh, of conventioning. Yeah.
1: It was, uh, yeah, it was It was spectacular. The uh, exhibit hall had so many cool things, different photo ops. They had the... Uh, the interior of the Millennium Falcon, you could sit at and get your picture taken. They had the med bay from Echo Base and Empire Strikes Back that you could actually go and stand in the back to tank and get your picture taken with the, the droids. Uh, full scale uh, Rancor that you could stand in front of. Um, they uh, StarWars.com built a replica of the Maz Cantina. And that's actually where they shot a lot of their streaming video from. So mm-hmm. they were they were inviting all the cosplayers in there to populate the cantina anytime they were shooting uh, one of their little shows, and uh, that was very very cool. Um, a lot of uh, uh, far more of the flea market style resellers. Uh, Interesting that I than I really expected. There was a ton of the private toy store resellers there. Uh, which I found a little disappointing.
4: So like not new merchandise stuff that they've themselves have been collecting and putting together and then Either not putting new up merchandise
1: or just the standard merchandise you'd find at Toys R Us. Oh, except, okay. except, except doubled in price. Okay, Yeah. Um, Hasbro wasn't selling direct. Uh, they actually, Hasbro had a very small booth. I was surprised. Huh. Um, uh, Fantasy Flight Games was there. They were just demoing games and not even all of them. That's awful. Um yeah. So uh, a lot of the the official licensees weren't actually there to sell anything. They were just uh, doing signings and had uh, they had a great art show. And a lot of uh, the Star Wars artists, the freelance artists and stuff, were selling prints. But uh, as far as the merchandise was concerned, they had the celebration store with all the con-exclusive stuff. Which they really need to figure out a, a better way of doing it. It was an hour and a half to two hours to get into the store, and then to check out was probably another three hours.
4: Oh, that's a short line at Comic Con.
1: Just for just yeah, for the actually, just get a T-shirt merchandise. Oh god, yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah that's not a different problem. And didn't they like sell out of T-shirts like really early? Uh, there was something something that was very popular that they were they grow yeah every day. But, I mean they
1: they restock for the next day and then run out of that pretty quick too um but that was just all for the the buying stuff so i ended up spending a lot less money than i had planned on which is just fine (laughs) um i did enjoy the fact that they actually had uh bars in the convention hall so you could just walk up and get a drink at 10 in the morning (laughs) which i did on a few occasions
4: um that says star wars to me
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's it's It's,
4: It's some of that blue milk please
1: so um it
0: wasn't blue when we
1: started i got to i got to a few of the panels um saturday was rebels day and so they they kicked off in the big celebration stage the rebels heroes and villains panel which was uh this is the the animated this is star wars rebels cartoon right so uh that just ended uh
0: about a month ago yeah
1: first season and so they had Dave Filoni, who uh, was the director of all the Clone Wars, and now he's show running mm-hmm. uh, Rebels. They had the, the cat, the main cast of the Rebels, and then they brought on uh, some uh, some old actors from the Clone Wars who are going to be appearing in season two of uh, Rebels uh, Ahsoka of course came back in the season finale of episode, uh, or of season one, uh, Ashley, yeah, Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. And so she's, she was on stage and then they showed the trailer for all of season two, which also announced that uh, fan favorite Rex, the clone trooper, and some of the other clone troopers mm-hmm. are going to be in season two of rebels. Um, as old men and you can actually even see their uh, the scar where they removed the Order 66 chip from their their heads oh
0: everything. yeah so, and I have to catch up on Clone Wars I totally ignored that series and now yeah, I, you, oh, I hate fantastic. talking to you it's from all the un- perspective un- of I enjoy talking to you but then you it takes me out because you get homework. I I want I, I, yeah. you know now you got I homework. get excited about Star Wars again
1: yeah well, and that was... Curse you. That was, that was the thing for me. You just couldn't... I mean, it was palpable. Everybody was excited.
4: They've got five seasons of it up on Netflix. I know they do. Yeah. And a I've got to finish five Daredevil. And, <laughs> and i got to watch Rebels. Yeah. Um, so, uh,
1: they finished off with the trailer. Standing ovation for the trailer for Rebels. I mean, with the exception of Harrison Ford, I would have actually said it was a better trailer than The Force Awakens. We were really excited. Thankfully, later in the afternoon, we got the season premiere of uh, Rebels Season 2. I uh, think
0: you just left out the biggest revelation of that trailer, though, wasn't it? Which was The voice. Oh,
1: oh, certainly. In, in the trailer, uh, yeah, you find out James Earl Jones is once again back as Darth Vader. Oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so uh, we got to see the season premiere, and I'll stay spoiler free, but it was, it was very interesting. We were on the digital stage. I uh, got great seats and uh, they actually played the season finale of one first and then rolled it straight into the double episode of the, the premiere of season two. Uh, so there was,
0: is nothing like watching a geek fest movie, you know, TV show uh, with 6 million, 6,000 of your closest oh, friends. And you said, I, I've done it a couple of times and you just go,
1: <gasps> it was just amazing. The episode. And so if you've seen the trailer for rebel season two, understand that 75 to 80 percent of that trailer is the first
4: episode okay all in that's all in the first episode all of the darth vader stuff wow is that episode um i I want to jump back for a second because i meant to ask you this question so the force awakens trailer yeah what do you think about the tense that is used in luke's initial dialogue
0: confirmed today
4: what did they confirm? That My father that, has it. That yeah, that my father that it has was, it. They had
0: taken it. They actually took. He re-recorded the dialogue, but that it was uh, the dialogue from it was the dialogue Return, from Return of the, of the Jedi. Jedi. And actually, they, they put the old version and moved it around and and overlaid it with the new, so that his voice would be a little like uh, there'd be kind of a weird fuzz to it. Uh
1: huh. He actually talked about that in his pa- Mark Hamill. Oh, he did about that okay. in his panel. Because yeah, it was like the week before. Okay. he actually went in to record it and he they kept having to do it because he kept screwing up the tense. he kept saying had instead of has oh, but they okay. were very specific to use the exact
4: dialogue there's still a lot from of, Return a lot of, the of the Jedi. net fires going on about that like yeah. well, is Darth Vader gonna
1: I think that's in J.J. Well, Abrams messing with us yeah so, of course I think uh, specifically to cause those
4: yeah well you got um, you got the force ghost potential yeah Potentially, Potentially, which is the only thing,
1: sure. I, I just don't see it happening. Okay, it's potential, but maybe you know. I
4: mean, mean the biggest surprise.
3: Well, hey, that they had Well, hey, Hayden to go back Christensen is still alive. He could
0: play himself.
1: I think it'd be great, personally, but I know I'm very much alone in that. Yeah. So. Um,
0: well, here's what I would like. I, I would like Hayden Christensen. I would like to see if Hayden Christensen could be directed by J.J. J. Abrams hmm. to be interesting. Certainly, because not to get into the Lucas hate, I know that Lucas was going for a specific style that I don't think. J.J. Abrams is... I mean, that's been Lucas's defense... Sure. Uh, of, ...of an acting style, which is very flat and broad. And I think his mistake... Which I'm, the classic gonna, trilogy was as well. I'm not going to argue it. It's just saying he's going... You know, that was their style of acting then. It's like, well, partially because they were all doing one take and <laughs> moving on to the you know, Faster and, and, and more and intense. And that's it. So there wasn't a lot of yeah. time. And actors just... It was a style because actors didn't have the training that they had, sure. the kind of training they have now. Um, so if, if Hayden Christensen were to appear in episode seven and still be insufferable, then I would say Hayden Christensen does not deserve a career at all. But I suspect that if anybody could make him interesting, it'd be JJ Abrams. Sure, sure.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but, I
0: don't think, I would agree not. Uh,
1: but uh, I would be, I would be thrilled. I don't think it he'd
0: play an old man well. Yeah. That's, well, he wouldn't have to play an old no, man. No, you're right. be a young force ghost. Yeah. Curses.
4: Okay. I just wanted to, know that, that had been something I wanted to get your on I think
1: my biggest surprise from the trailer was that it's not Tatooine. It's Jakku,
4: right, right, uh, right,
1: which I thought was very cool. Uh, yeah, just just that opening image of that downed star destroyer. Well, the first
4: just, first the X wing, and then the down. It's like, oh, look, here is it. Whoa, yeah, yeah,
1: it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. absolutely brilliant.
4: That's not a, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that's not a wreck. <laughs> and they and they confirmed uh, a, a lot of information that we didn't know or that we thought we knew. You know, Ray is a scavenger, and she you know finds Finn. And uh they go on an adventure together. I think I think it's gonna be great. I think the the th- the three actors that came out for the original J.J. Yeah. Abrams and uh Kathleen Kennedy panel, they were just so full of charisma and so excited to be there. Yeah. It was well, just John, fun. John
0: Boyega, right? Is that you remember? Um, you know, if you, again, I'll put back to people, if you haven't seen Attack the Block. Oh, yeah. Attack watch the Attack Block the Block. Fantastic. And he, and that guy is, you say, it's charisma to spare. You're, oh, yeah. That's a character that you could easily hate, but in his hands, it's like, no, I totally get where you're coming from. You're awesome. And I could watch the movie over and over.
1: He's amazing. He had a great little anecdote in, during the panel that he didn't tell and his parents, his parents <laughs> that he was doing yeah. Star Wars until that, table read picture came out. Right. He told him he was shooting 24 because he didn't think his father would believe him that he was doing <laughs> Star Wars.
0: Yeah. I I have, one. Uh, I went down there Wednesday. I didn't go obviously over to the convention center. My cu- my aunt and my cousin were taking um, their kids, uh, my cousin's kids to Disneyland for the first time. So they got in there Wednesday and I said, well, I'm in LA, I'll come down and I'll, I'll meet you for dinner. And and then I realized on Wednesday morning, because I was seeing your post, and I went, um, I texted my aunt and said, be prepared. This is also Star Wars celebration. You may be surrounded by Jedis and stormtroopers. And my cousin told me, she said, that all day long, everybody just assumed, you're here for celebration. It was almost like Logan's run. you here for celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Carousel. <laughs> Carousel. And, and she, finally, she said, by about 6, I finally decided... Uh, Friday. Yeah, I'm going to go Friday just yeah. because she was tired of people. Like, why aren't you doing that? And then you walked around downtown Disney, and there were. It was a lot of people with with different cool Star Wars shirts. Yeah. And it was clearly Wednesday night. If they weren't in line for that panel, they were at downtown Disney to see what else they could buy. Oh, but yeah.
1: And, and oh, the cosplayers were fantastic. Oh, I saw some of your photos. Just yeah.
0: Great stuff. And uh, we'll get
1: those posted up to the site. Yeah. But, uh uh you could not turn a corner without running into a new Stormtrooper. A new Force Awakens Stormtrooper. No, yeah, wait, and they're not... They're not Imperial. They're, they're not Imperial. What are they called now? The, the First Order. So the First Order. The the Empire versus the Rebellion has, has transformed into the First Order versus the Resistance. I do
0: feel that your ring is even more now swastika-like. Indeed. Um. Thank you. <laughs> so... Uh, Drew has a fabulous ring that is uh, I, the Empire symbol.
1: Yes, I replaced my wedding ring, and I have a very understanding wife. Who we've uh,
0: just heard is not a nerd.
4: That's very understanding. <laughs> that's wow. very
1: understanding. I think she doesn't understand what the symbol is, so it just looks like a pretty design. So yes, that's, that's I think
4: fine. that's that's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, so the that First Order
0: out. and the Resistance. And I like that concept, that even the politics have shifted in a very simple way, as opposed to when you went back to Phantom Menace, so that's the flaws. You have... Uh, it's not a simple good versus evil. Right. It has become, the, you know, your, all the economics of it. Well, uh, let me explain to you Keynesian philosophy. The Trade Federation. <laughs> oh, good. What's interesting,
1: well, you know, and Lucas for years was saying, yeah, that's why I started with four, five, and six, because one, two, and three are boring and a political and blah, blah, blah. He said that for years before they made the movies. At any rate, um... But there I go in my Lucas defense. I know, right, <laughs> well, right, right. The happens. people versus Drew Campbell, <laughs> <It was> exactly. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, in some of the marketing material that uh, they uh, released, and, and uh, my friend who works for Lucasfilm wasn't even sure that the, they were allowed to say first order" yet until they realized that the the prop and and uh, costume exhibit they had up on the second floor said it on the on the plaques. <laughs> yeah,
2: uh,
1: but interestingly enough, in in some of that. Um, marketing material, they mention that there was a New Republic as well. So the, the words New Republic shows up in, in a couple places too, but, huh. but it's given the impression that that doesn't exist anymore and it's down to this resistance. So,
4: I mean, who knows? So well, there's already been another Phantom Menace that took care of the Republic. Well, it's, it's been
0: very 30 well years, there. and I mean, if you go realistically for the size of the Empire, and clearly because, um, you know, the expanded universe was able to play around with this quite a bit, is... It makes sense that it's so sprawling. We saw one group right. or two groups, if you count defeating the Death Star and then on the the Battle of Endor. I feel so geeky uh, knowing uh, you know it, it, is it? We saw two groups.
1: You're on a podcast called Fanboy Planet, I know, and I this know. makes
0: you feel geeky a, a little bit, just like my <laughs> spirit. I know. I just because because I, I'm fe- I'm hearing the passion in my voice as oh, if okay, as if you don't know, man. I was at Endor, and <laughs> <laughs> you know. I had friends on that Death Star. <laughs> I right. did. Yeah. Um, they they ran the uh, concession stand. Exactly. And um, but I mean, th- th- those just two battles, and, and and Lucas threw in, you know, at the Return of the Jedi with with some celebrations around the pla- around the planets, but it still had to be like a huge like, undertaking. E- even sure. if you had a New Republic. That's one small section. There's going to be a lot of factions fighting for control.
1: Well, sure. And what's Legends now had tons of warlords that were yeah, scrambling yeah. for control of the Empire and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, look Who what's... knows what Kylo Ren, you know, what he has in store. You obviously see in the Force Awakens trailer, the Imperial insignia has changed significantly uh, in that big red banner. Right. That you see all the stormtroopers in front of. You also see a dark figure standing right below that banner uh, that assumingly would be Kylo Ren, um, who's got that tri-saber. Um, and then, you know, there's other characters that we see. Fill, that fill have, people
4: who are not filling. Uh, Kylo Ren.
1: Kylo Ren. So all we know about Kylo Ren is that it's uh, theoretically a Dark Force user, uh, probably not a Sith uh, because... He's not a Darth. He's not. Well, he's not a... Yeah, at least in the marketing materials we've got so far, there's no, there's no Darth. And uh, they kind of died out with Vader and, and uh, Palpatine. So there's, he, he Unless may be it's the dark student. side awakening. Well, it could be, I mean, mm. it, it's it, probably both sides. If, if Luke, yeah. if Luke as rumored has been in seclusion this whole time, he, and he's the last Jedi, um, as far as anyone's concerned in training form, I'm sure there's other force users in the, in the universe. Uh, you know, we know genetics keep going, but they haven't been trained to use a, uh, especially in the Jedi philosophy. Um, so supposedly Kylo Ren is a student of Sith teachings, but since there is no master to actually, you know, from what we've, what's rumored, he is a little unstable and not, not really a master. And that's, that's why his lightsaber is actually a little less, uh, strong. Yep. You know, the, the the blade of the lightsaber is kind of uh, flickering out and flickering. flickering Because it's not uh, as well built as a true Sith uh-huh. um, saber would be. Interestingly enough, the prop of Kylo Ren's uh, lightsaber hilt was 3D printed. Uh, I thought that was just a kind of an interesting oh. little note. It said that right on the plaque. Kylo Ren's saber hilt, 3D print.
4: There was, in the streaming of the video from uh, the, the initial program, there was one Three bladed lightsaber. They kept on popping up in the crowd scenes. Oh yeah, the there was a few of them. There was yeah. a
1: few of them, and actually the saber manufacturers, you know, the third mm-hmm. party that make the light swords, not yeah, the lights, you know, or the or the uh, space swords. Uh, a lot of uh, hand guards, yeah, uh, lightsaber uh, were showing up at the convention. It was fun. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what the first order is and Kylo Ren's uh feel on it. Obviously, the the new stormtroopers are are very reminiscent of the old ones with the new They have a bigger design. grin. Yeah, a little bigger grin. Um a lot of people were calling them the apple troopers. Uh Oh yeah, I'm referring them uh, as apple troopers and then uh there's of course the chrome stormtrooper which uh is shown in the Force Awakens trailer who is rumored to be called Captain Phasma and is rumored to be, uh, played by Gwendolyn Christie from game of Thrones. Hmm. Again, rumors. Yes, but she of, didn't
0: show up anywhere else, but we know she is a cast member.
1: We know she's a cast member. Um, but, but honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of people we saw in that trailer,
0: right? I think right. Han and Chewie were the only. No, it's fantastic we saw. tease. I mean, yeah. Yeah. absolutely fantastic tease. Oh yeah,
1: it told us absolutely nothing, and about I don't the need
0: movie. any because I, you know, I want to go. back. No, it Look.
4: showed us X-wing fighters, and the and yeah, we'd seen them on the water before. We hadn't seen them screaming in the cockpits before. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, yeah we saw the Falcon. Saw,
1: yeah, we got to see the Falcon, yeah. Han, Chewie, Ray, and, and Finn. Uh,
4: Going into another tunnel for another dogfight in a tunnel.
1: Yep, it was uh, it was brilliant, perfect yeah. tease. And yeah. so, I got a lot of in the fall in we're going to see the last the last of the major trailers. I don't want to
0: see another trailer. It's like it's like Avengers. I'm ready. I want to see Christmas
4: can't come soon enough. My, my brother's can birthday.
3: Everyone estimate how many times player. you've watched the current
1: know. trailer. Twice. Uh, it's somewhere between fifteen and twenty.
4: Yeah, that's Rick not a lot. I've I've watched it at least that many times. If you will
1: count the
0: time I watched when somebody intercut footage of Matthew McConaughey watching it, oh, <laughs> that was so funny. I hadn't watched that. That one. was brilliant because if you've the seen
3: McConaughey it, reaction is awesome.
0: It, that that is, and the sad thing is, you know, when I first saw it posted, I thought, oh, McConaughey really had done it.
2: Yeah, and then it was oh, like, yeah. oh no,
0: somebody's just done it with an cellar. Like, that was that's pretty funny because I know there are people that are like that. I mean, my my favorite thing. I don't know if it was the Onion. Because there are so many now wannabe sites that pop up and get and they get really posted, are. but they said Viagra sales drop thirty seven percent after release of latest Star Wars trailer. <laughs> 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 I thought, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah,
1: it was it was it was really amazing. It was really amazing to be uh, with that crowd too. When that, yeah, you know, no, and yeah, no, I would I would
0: amazing. imagine so. You know, so Some incredible stuff.
4: So you didn't have a real take on Battlefront?
1: Um. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of the games. I think the trailer looks gorgeous. What they're able to do with the, you know, the, well, I guess the current-gen hardware now, it looks stunning. Didn't see any gameplay. It was still, you know, I mean, yes, that's the game engine, but it wasn't actual... It's all cut it was all cutscene. It was all It wasn't, it wasn't uh, pictures of the gameplay. What I will say is the Battlefront booth was amazing. The, um... The line for the Battlefront booth was huge. And the reason why is that they had a wardrobe rack full of X-Wing uniforms. And they had a X-Wing cockpit on a gimbal. And you could get in it and they would rear project the game. And they would record a video of you piloting an X-Wing. Oh, man. And then give you the video.
3: How long did you wait in that line? I
1: (laughs) did not wait in that line. Because that that line would have taken... All of my panel time. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was normally uh, like a short version was like a four-hour wait on that. Wow, it was huge. That
4: would
3: have been worth it for you oh. in a cockpit saying "almost
1: there." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just want to see me reenact Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking
4: of which, what about uh, Red Squadron? Oh, is it Red Squadron? Uh, Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Rogue One. Rogue
1: One. So uh, yeah. So we had absolutely no information going into the convention about what Rogue One was about. We knew the title, and we knew one cast member, and uh, not that we know a hell of a lot more now. But
0: no, we don't. But
1: we do have a loose plot,
0: as we suspected. It is a heist film.
1: Yep, and it's stealing the original Death Star plans. And I couldn't be more thrilled that that story is going to get told. Uh, they showed a little teaser. Obviously, oh, I'm a
4: boffin. Damn. Nope.
1: Wrong Death Star. Oh, okay. So, um... No, Many Bothans do, do, That's the that first... Was for the, that was for the second Death Star. Many Bothans died to get the plans for the second Death Star. Oh, and A New Hope. Nope. Many bothan Mon Mothma was only in Return of the Jedi. Really? Really.
0: This would require my going back and watching... I have too much damn homework. Yeah. Um Okay. So,
1: at any rate... um I have
0: retconned her into A New Hope, and she shall be in my reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine.
1: Everybody can have their reality. Um, Thank you. The, the teaser trailer was just a, a, a quick shot, and it was beautiful. Obviously, they, they're going to start shooting one. It's Bro all the one.
4: radio flack of the different pilots and Some stuff. Some radio
1: flack of the different pilots, but there was video, and, and that was... Oh, there was. Yeah, that was this beautiful long oh, yeah. shot yeah, yeah, over yeah, yeah, a forest yeah. planet. A lot of people assume Yavin, but a lot of people assume Tatooine for Jakku, yeah. too, so I'm right. not going to call it... And the camera it's pans up. Mongo. I think it's the... It uh, could
0: be. It's, it's the forest... It's it's Pandora. The, it's the forest kingdom of Mongo. They're just going to come down to
1: it. They uh, pan up. A TIE fighter goes by. it starts panning up into the horizon and taking up the entirety of the horizon is the Death Star. And then it goes to black shows that all of the side movies outside of the standard you know, trilogy, 789, all of those are going to be referred to as Star Wars Anthology. Yeah, which is an interesting with the title. different titles. So it's Star Wars Anthropology, Rogue One, and then yeah, you hear the chatter of of soldiers and,
4: and right, and obviously sounds, in distress.
1: Sounds fantastic. They yeah. did show some concept art as well, which was uh, very Endor esque soldiers on a on a uh, uh, jungle planet, but just running out of a forest on mass shooting and stuff. It looked like a huge battle ground battle sequence. It just looks great. Yeah, so very excited about that they start shooting that this summer and that comes out uh a year and a half from now it comes out on the same right. time slot as they're Force back in the may slot right? december sixteenth. No, 2016. No, it's going oh okay. thank you december 16th 2016 so uh after that episode seven will be back in the may slot okay eight. excuse me eight. episode eight yeah no, all right. right i'm losing my numbers here um and uh yeah a lot of a lot of great stuff the uh,
0: have you slept since you returned? Or have I, you did you just lie in bed going, <laughs> I, I I did that I, I, I did
1: I, I had a big smile on my face most of my drive back up to San Jose, but uh the uh, the concrud hit almost immediately. Oh, so gosh, I'm sorry. So I I pretty much over it. It was just a small bout of concrud, but you know, it happens. I think
0: we're gonna have to learn to accept that we're we're older and our immune systems are just not as effective and we need to take take care of you first. That's right.
1: Yeah, I, I, I. But Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars.
4: <laughs> I just <laughs> my, have that thing of Purell f- on my backpack all the time now, and always. That's a good Wipe idea. on my hands. Well, yeah. My feet uh,
1: hurt so bad I can't know. move. But Star Wars. I it was <laughs> kind of like
4: a, a big wow. I
0: met Kit Quinn, who was star of Sweethearts of the Galaxy, that the yeah. yeah. Family planet, and great cosplayer. And I didn't take offense because I'm like, you know, look, we have friends in common, but you know, she's just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shake your hand or anything. She's. just... Because I'm probably patient zero right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but again, the thing about being a, being even a, a YouTube celebrity, I guess if you'd say is like, yeah, I'm sure there are people that assume some kind of. They must be patient. There must be all kinds of horrible diseases going around. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know, so I'm I'm with it. Don't you know? No, no worries, no worries. But I'm sorry you got sick, but glad you were able to get back here and be healthy enough to give us that report and get me excited about Star Wars Celebration. Excellent. Let's uh, let's power through a little television. We've already transitioned with some Rebels and, and and Battlefront. We just wanted to say, of course, this week that Daredevil was announced for a second season. with Wahoo. Different short. Uh, yes. I mean, and part of it was like, well, it's a no-brainer. But on the other hand, it's like, well, on one hand, there really was a risk. Yeah. I mean, they didn't know that. Dumping all 13 episodes uh, and seeing, and then you're going to go all the way to the Defenders, who have been confirmed. To appear in
4: Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. Have you seen the poster that has? It says Daredevil, the first Defender. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I mean I, I knew they were going to plan that way, and I think that's that's a marvelous subtitle subtext to the whole thing. The, right. the Defenders being different from the Avengers, kind of right. Yeah, and they're more
0: street level. You know, yeah. obviously, watching Daredevil has made me very upset with Agents of Shield. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., to me, has slipped back into looking like a 70s action TV show. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that I've seen... Everybody's talking about the writing on Daredevil, but Daredevil's direction yeah. is so good. That hall
1: fight. That hall fight. Just, but even that one... If that, if that show was nothing but that hall fight, it would have been perfect. If
4: it just been the first episode <laughs> with that in it. yeah, yeah it, it does really feel... It's so... It's beyond TV. It's just so cinematic oh, and absolutely. beyond most cinematic um, right fights and done on a, a lower budget. Original, still. Um,
0: and, but even there was the the sh- the, the thing where in Daredevil confronts. There's there's the the blind Asian guy in the back seat singing, and the panning and the panning to there's the shadow of Daredevil, and then it goes around again, and he's gone. You know, it was just like the who each episode has a different director. They're doing great work. And, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, it's collaboration. It's a, it's clear vision. It's their Scorsese film, if you will. And, again, it's a matching of what the source material really was, if you start. So, you know, again, it just makes me sad that it, it just, S.H.I.E.L.D. looks so, I hate to say it because, you know, it worked on some <coughs> of it looks so Stephen cannell um, yeah. in, in comparison. So
4: here's a question. Mm-hmm. Netflix, what are the shows have they done? They did... Uh, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New House Black. They've done Cars, a lot more House of, House of Cards. And those have all come out on DVD eventually, the, uh, right?
0: Yeah, the, the uh, Unbreakable think, Kimmy Schmidt. I, I, so. I was just trying to House of think. Cards is on DVD. Is it? Okay. Yes. So, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, yeah, was brilliant oh That's my very fun. god that was hilarious uh, but so but,
4: so we can we eventually expect it to be out on DVD. oh because you
0: know what they're gonna do to you rick you're gonna get another suitcase that says marvel phase 2.5 oh, i've got a great place for right it defenders gonna defenders he's gonna say the defenders and then it'll be a backpack for the it'll defenders. be a long time now. and then deb will be very irritated because he's gonna be lying in bed each night, like going i have the defenders i have the defenders i have the defenders um i have a suitcase what do, would do do we, we need a suitcase what would it be instead a backpack a backpack, yeah, oh, that'd
1: be good. Yeah, do we know when Jessica head. Jones comes out?
0: Um, they've started filming, we know that we just, know that just last week there was a picture, a couple of photos leaked of uh, Luke Cage giving her cycle, giving, yeah. uh, with her on the back. We've also seen a leaked photo of David Tennant as Kilgrave, right, on set as a well. A couple of leaked photos. Is he purple? Yeah, he's wearing is. a purple suit, oh, so okay. I mean, which disappoints me. I'm hoping that it'll be like a, a last revelation right. of like. Damn it. And they smear the makeup, but he's actually purple underneath, and I would I would respect the hell out of that. Um, but uh, I don't think they're going to do that. I think these are still... Or like, he gets
4: dumped in a big laundry vat, and the purple suit leeches into his oh, skin. Oh, like a weird Joker like, origin. Like a, because that's what I, I feel. Every time
0: I watch something that Marvel does now, i was like, well, DC's version, which actually probably <laughs> came first, will now be the last one to the film. And everybody's going to say how derivative, like watching Deathlock is like... Okay, so when DC gets around to Cyborg, to the main, to the average viewing audience, they're going to go,
1: it's
4: just, it's just Deathlock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, bummer. It's a, a smiley Deathlock.
1: It's a smiley Death... He, well, I, I hope. i tell you, the Daredevil series, which I... Nate, have you finished watching it? No, Nate hasn't started. I I've have not to, even You haven't started. even started I've it. I've got to give Okay, him a so I'm the only one who's finished it. It's got me so excited for AKA Jessica Jones, and I have no idea who that character is. I've never oh. heard of her, uh, and I'm s- super stoked. Well she's in series. the
4: current she's in the current run of Mighty Avengers. Yeah, but in a different was in, but you need
0: to go back to the Bendis and right, the thing is and right. Marvel is rebranding them so those are coming out in trades that it's just like I think it's if you go on to Amazon or they've got a house hat coming where it says where it says Marvel Netflix collection. Mm-hmm. So it's trade paperbacks that give you so so what was originally called Alias, which they had to change it because then the T V series started. Right, right. So it became A.K.A. Jessica Jones. So so there's like five volumes of A.K.A. Jessica Jones, because that's all it lasted. Really good series, very gritty and people were not super prepared for it. Sure. Yeah, you know, at the time. It was very groundbreaking. So you have like he Daredevil. Gathered under Marvel Netflix, Key Luke Cage miniseries and Key Iron Fist. So, they're which I've said before. Obviously, they're brilliant at packaging what they want you to walk into a bookstore, or a comic book store, and say, "Oh, I'm curious now. I want to see." So, no. uh, I'm not sure when those are getting released, but uh, but soon. We I know that I'm, they've already. I'm most, I'm
4: most excited about Iron Fist, and
0: I'm most excited about Iron Fist because I want to see what they what they do. I'm not a huge. I mean, I like that last series that. Uh, uh, I think it was a bad fraction did with fraction? David Aja. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like where that went. The because, five
3: weapons, or the seven weapons, however many. No, there's yeah. one after that. There's no, the there's one, but I haven't read the one after that. Oh, okay, so uh, that's
0: the one of the the immortal immortal iron Interf- Interf- fist, the immortal yeah. iron fist, which kind of gave it a docs a pulp feel. Yep, and I really enjoyed it's really, that. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I don't think so either. But clearly, and you, I don't think you're there yet. In Daredevil, there is a there is at least one scene that implies a much bigger picture then Daredevil is is itself okay involving a stick and, and where I could see Iron Fist.
3: That's where I tie the two together.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: So
3: um, according to IMDb, aka Jessica Jones, is December 2015.
0: Too <sighs> long. Well, I mean, how and much? You
3: know d- what else comes out in December 2015? Star, Star Wars, Wars
0: also too long. True. So very you know, true. and and along with the shield thing is that they are talking about another spinoff. From Shield, so there had been uh, rumors that it was going to focus on Mockingbird, which I could see. Uh, I could see and in, Lance, and Lance, yes, but the, Lance doesn't fit in continuity. So I'm, which I know I don't want to be a slave to, but it, it's like I just want to see Mockingbird because because many of us are going. Well, how is she going to cross paths with uh, Hawkeye? With Hawkeye, if she's with Lance? So, um, sorry, they need to. You know, they, I, mean, I want that. Lance is. I mean, the thing is, Lance is filling the Hawkeye role as far as their relationship Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know but uh, so but but there had been a leaked rumor today that they're actually looking at developing Ms. Marvel I think that's kind of a not really a great idea because again like like if you introduce Miles Morales before Peter Parker right the new K- Kamala Khan depends on Carol Danvers being established though in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. number two or three she ran into Colson and find, and he finds out that she knows all the weaponry better than he does because she she lurks on every single superhero fan site there is, right. and So she
1: knows all of it. She's a I heard another rumor that the spinoff would be Deathlock.
0: I could see that being set up, but I hadn't heard that as a solid thing. I'd like to. I, I, it
1: was I, very rumor. It's I, improved. I mean, his
0: appearance this season is, I think, better than it was last season. Is it? I'm a few episodes behind. I I'd think. like them to give... I'd like to just go ahead and give him uh, armor that looks a little more like what yeah he is in the comics.
1: Last time I saw him, he still looked like he was some sort of weird hockey player. Yeah, <laughs> was, they,
0: they, they did some improvements. <laughs> they did they did some improvements okay, for this season. It. But uh, I was happy to see him. Uh, other rumor cropping... I guess this was another rumor, but... And everybody's going nuts. And I'm like, I don't know. Is uh, Galaxy Quest being developed for TV as a series?
4: Yeah, it was sourced out of the Hollywood Enquirer or something like
0: that. Or- I, you're right. This may be another case where it's like one source. Yeah. And everybody goes, And then, although I got to say, we talked about this. Like, there was a leaked thing about Tron 3. And, that and now like it's, it's actually happening yeah. yeah. because the Hollywood Reporter confirmed that the cast is set. And I'm like, okay, but for like two, three months, it was the same article being, well, and the same thing about the original trilogy for Star Wars coming out. Every article was citing the same source article and the article from a site itself, no one had ever heard of.
4: The Reporter article doesn't itself quote a source for the right. material that they're talking about. It almost so.
1: makes you think that like they leak this stuff. To see what kind oh, of sure. interest there is, and I, then greenlight it. I do
0: know this, um, and Disney, that Disney plays this because I, I was staying at a friend's house who was working for for Disney at the time years ago. I can't remember which movie, um, like test footage leaked out, uh, an animated thing, and and he said, uh, which I'd already known because it was like it was too complete, it was too well done. You know, it was like he goes, "I'll let you in on a little secret." We leak that on purpose, I'm like, yeah it's kind of obvious, but but it was somebody who was not really savvy into the internet, and he thought, what a great idea leak it to the you know it was when leaks were really starting, this was just, you know years sure. ago yeah. and so I know that they do do that on per there's some that i mean oh, like look infinity at, look at Daredevil. Or, or the Lego game last week when it, when all when it, like the it, the release of Lego uh dimensions. Was Reddit. like leaked on Reddit, and then suddenly a half hour later they have this very slick trailer and announcement, and Amazon's got the links ready. It. It's like, yeah, maybe someone jumped the gun by a half an hour, but they were ready.
1: Oh yeah.
4: yeah. Well, and uh, pull know, the switch. It's not, a go. <laughs> uh,
1: Deadpool, the the yeah. animatic that leaked was really well done. Yeah, yeah. and then and it immediately got greenlit. But I, I think they probably said, okay, well, here's twenty five grand to do an animation yeah do it test it we'll we'll leak it out and we'll see what people and the internet went nuts well, and was immediately, and disney, they're already shooting for crown
0: disney Island. did that with tron with the second one they did a proof of concept with jeff bridges yeah. in which by the way i mean none of what they had in that proof of concept actually Bridgeted translated in to the plot of what actually came because the idea was that uh flynn was uh like colonel kurtz he even had a shaved head and he was like in the say he was in Martin Brando's thing, you know, and he was, captain or? the captain and just going like, Ugh. and he was, he was very clearly, mo- you know, doing moves from Brando. <laughs> no, that's just and, and you know, they had the light cycles and everything. And it was like, and of course, that's what happened. They said like, oh, we have one more thing. And they showed it and Hall H went nuts and they went, hmm, maybe we got something. And then, and then again, mysteriously, it leaked online half an hour later and then the internet went, bah Yeah. And then they released Tron and everyone went,
1: Oh, okay, blah.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know, but it. it's That's enough true. for a three. I'm oh I'm down with it. It's just Tron's one of those concepts. That I think the concept is better than what they've ever done to serve it, except for the animated series.
1: Yeah, or the yeah. video game.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Tron Two The video game was brilliant. But if I go back to Galaxy Quest,
0: is yeah, the thing is, what I think makes Galaxy Quest so charming and and worthwhile. Is the actress involved? There's yes. no way you can get Sigourney because they've all. That was almost twenty years ago. I was looking.
4: I was looking at the cast, so it's like Tony Salub and um, yeah, yeah. It, but there's one guy. Only Sam Rockwell could get away
0: with looking essentially the same right now. Yeah, yeah. And and you can't. Duplicate, you can't get that cast. You can't get that cast. You can't duplicate that. that's do another movie. You could
1: get that cast for another movie. I
0: would. I'd be intrigued, maybe, to see that, like one last hurrah, like almost making fun of the Wrath of Khan, where they were there of, yeah, uh, you know, on Golden Galaxy, as Time Magazine called oh, it back in nineteen eighty-two. Even
1: make fun of the new Star Trek movies. Yeah, I, I mean, like a, a, so a brand new. Maybe a brand there's a whole new, new cast. Jupiter one or whatever. Maybe it. there's a
0: new cast, and they're all like getting mad that there's a rebooted cast. Yes, I think we've we've sold that. Um, yeah. On the flip side, and I haven't gotten too deep into it but i've enjoyed it the 12 monkeys series that sci-fi did yeah. made no sense to me in concept ahead of time like well 12 monkeys is 12 monkeys a great film that's not gonna make a great series that pilot that's unfortunately all i've had time to you know gotten back to watch oh, it gets better than that too well and that pilot I've had me wonderful wow. that yeah, pilot had me and i'm like okay you're right you could totally expand you know, it is a race against time, but it's a race against time travel as well in yes. a way that it was just like...
4: The bit with the watches was just brilliant. This yeah. Year.
0: No, great. So, yeah. you know, I if if it is true they're looking at Galaxy Quest, I do have to go with my bated breath and my grain of salt.
1: But I've been proven wrong. So... Yeah. I'm just terrified it turns into the American version of Red Dwarf.
0: That's on Yahoo right now. What is it called? Space? Spaced other Space? Other Space? Uh, other Space? Other uh, Space? Which I want to see because Joel Hodgson is on it.
1: And, and AT&T Girl, both. I'll watch both okay, of Okay, so <laughs> I, I, you know, but I realize
0: even <laughs> the after motorcycle The Motorcycle Girl? I haven't gone back into, I haven't even gone back Although into Yahoo. that was Yahoo. T-Mobile. Yeah. I haven't gone back into Yahoo after um, I watched the first two episodes of season seven or season Community. six of Community. And then I haven't caught up, kept up with that. Yeah. Partially so because Yahoo's now. interface is so bad. Yeah. So bad. They were not ready for primetime. time. No. The last thing I, I want to talk, you know, is just I, we know that Flash's season one is ending, and we knew a spinoff was coming. Warner has leaked a title for the new Atom-centric uh, series. Uh, they're at least considering Legends of Tomorrow. It had been leaked earlier this week. It was Legends that went. No, that's a series on TNT, so they're Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. which I think makes sense if you're going to include Rip Hunter um, because he's kind of you know coming back. If he is from the future, like the others. So, we shall see.
4: Well, the the, the trailer for I just watched this afternoon the last episode before okay. the season, and the trailer really looks like everything this season has led up to is paying off. Well, I mean, entirely. It's fine. I didn't well, expect it, anything w- less because I, w- I still w- think that's the best. I think, but it looks like, it looks like where where do you think the next pilot next line should go? I mean, where. In flash storyline the reverse flash is like that 's his arch arch nemesis um, he 's got to kill iris
0: i mean that's that 's one very crucial thing i think so um, okay. no i mean if you 're going to say if you 're going to focus on Because i 'm going to
4: go someplace or
0: because see the thing is the reverse flash to me never really was the arch arch nemesis no? jeff john 's made him the arch arch nemesis i know he's the, i know he's, he's the, definitely the arch arch nemesis he 's the this. reversal. But to me, what I liked about the Flash was which
4: Rogue is it going to be? Well, I, I think that I, we which already they've nailed so well. I think that they're gonna. I, I expect they'll go back to the Rogues, but I'm looking forward to Gorilla G- Grodd.
0: Oh no, I, you know, and I know we're gonna see Grodd, and and we're heading for Crisis. We're heading for something having to do with Crisis. I don't know how they're gonna handle
4: because the newspaper keeps on saying 2025.
0: Yeah, I mean, which they did on Smallville as well, and there's been a rumor that there will be. And again, a I'm Tom telling,
4: Welling sighting?
0: That there's, yes. There are rumors that there's going to be really? a Tom Welling sighting because what's going to – is that I, I don't know. I think I overheard a clip talking about parallel real, parallel universes. Interesting. And so there had been a rumor that they're trying to get Tom Welling so that they can show – since there's already a different green arrow over there. So many yeah. of these characters have been duplicated. There is no Barry Allen. It's Impulse. Right. It was in the Smallville universe that there will be an appearance of the smallville universe that Barry will not just have conquered time but crash through to a through a parallel reality. Oh my god. And <laughs> and Jeff Johnson said this back when they announced that there was a flat that whoever's playing the flash in the movie isn't Grant Gustin was like they are all multiple universes. And they're all – you know, there's just there, – you just have to treat it like the, these live action films and television are multiple universes. So that you c- – and I thought then I would be just happy if once you've seen, whether it be in Dawn, Dawn of Justice or Justice League One, who the Flash is, <coughs> that there be just a thing where Barry runs fast enough and looks over and there's the other one. Just for a second. And acknowledge they all exist, you know. And, yeah. And – uh and Constantine did parallel universes already, too. So, you know, whether you can see it because they're on different networks, that's a different issue because they're not going to play nicely. Yeah. But that the fans can imagine it, that's what I want to be free to imagine. Well, you
4: talk about Rip Hunter and time travel, and, and mm-hmm. that makes me think of the uh, Legion of Superheroes from Smallville.
0: I'd love to see them again. Yeah. What do you think was the best-handled concept on the whole dang thing?
4: Yeah, and then you've got the... Uh, uh, what was the the justice society? Justice society yeah, I yeah.
1: may have asked this the last time I was on the the program, but yes, you are one it, of us. How is it that DC gets TV so very right and has continually screwed up their movies because
0: they're completely different branches within Warner, and there is the difference. Okay, Marvel got it. Got um, got films right eventually let's not forget all the missteps along the way when other people did them yes yeah. and what yeah, a huge yeah. gamble iron man was oh yeah and remember that that was paramount also and they signed a deal and they took that risk and that was after a lot of false starts because Lionsgate had the rights to about 10 characters at one point
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um and all we got out of that was man thing which is marvel's jonah hex um i just like to look at rick and remind him jonah hex was nothing as bad the as show. jonah hex um but, uh, but, but, but that is it. The, the television doesn't really talk to film; and they're different arms. A lot of a lot of Warner Brothers top execs until Kevin Sujihara, when they hired Diane Nelson to kind of oversee Warner Entertainment there and DC in particular, they had a lot of executives that didn't really realize what they had. And even I think it was just lightning striking right with Marvel that Kevin Feige came in; he was not um Avi brought him in Avi was a fan Avi Rod when he owned Toy Biz and if you read that untold story or there's a, another book about about the whole when Marvel almost went bankrupt and Avi Rod kept saying Marvel is like Disney and he convinced Ike Perlmutter we've got to buy Marvel because we have this wealth of characters and we can be like the next Disney well it's ironic that they became Disney but uh right. but when Avi brought in Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige had not read comics, but he, he sat down, took his job seriously as, well, I guess if I'm going to work for this production company, I should check out what it's about. He did the research and said, oh, like everything is already here. We don't need to do much. We need to just pay attention to what it was. Whereas, like in particular in the 90s, I know this because Jeff Johnson told me, he sat in when he was Richard Donner's assistant. The first time they tried to get a Green Lantern movie off the ground, Back in the 90s, an exec said, kind of like it, but do, do we have to keep the ring? <laughs> and, you know, that those... those Even those, I know the, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, it, it, the things that were making it um, pretty pretty clear, you know, it, the core of characters were just being thrown out left and right. And, the, I mean, because you got to remember, too, they're like, there was a Batman movie in development before Tim Burton got it that... Um, began with Robin being killed so everything was flashback as Batman remembered back who, how it all got started so the script ended began with Robin being killed by the Joker and they were looking for Bill Murray at the at that time think about like 81 82 Bill Murray to play Bruce Wayne
1: to play Bruce Wayne Oh yeah, no. To the play. Joker, maybe.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. That's the you know. Well, it's the, the
4: same thing they said about um, when Tim Burton cast. Uh, well,
0: yeah, but it, but I mean, but the take was like it was a very dissonant thing that Bill Murray wasn't interested, and they wanted it to be com- comedic. But they still thought, well, it'll be a right. comedy because the murder the, of the sidekick because that's so silly.
4: You know, just hysterical. Well, yeah. that's. That, I mean, that's that's the thing. With, <laughs> Let's murder a kid. Well, uh, with the uh, you have to look at the uh, Richard Donner. Superman. Superman yeah and then you have to look at what Tim Burton actually did with Batman yeah and there were some bad movies in there too but he carried that character through
0: well I like Batman and I like Batman Returns and right. then what happens is that you bring in that other guy yeah uh, uh Schumacher we shall not say his name okay Schumacher. JS. Joel Schumacher who has spent the entire 21st century apologizing for having destroyed the Batman right. franchise um
4: but then, I mean...
0: But I get what... But here's the thing. I also get... I I read... And then when you look back and you realize, yes, this is what they're doing. They saw... They th- saw Batman as being... The first movie as being like... And I know this is a retcon. That, I mean... Yeah. That probably after Batman Returns, they really did legitimately do this. They saw the f- the first one as being the thir- Batman of the 30s. They saw the second one, Batman Returns, as being the Batman of the 40s. And then they wanted to do with Batman Forever, the fifties, and the problem with Joel Schumacher with Batman and Robin was they wanted to they wanted to get closer back to and when you watch it, it makes sense. Being the bat being Batman sixty six, but they still had all the baggage of the other version of Bat of what this version of Batman was. Right. So they tried to meld Burton's vision with Batman sixty six, and that made no bloody sense whatsoever. But well, what
4: I was going to say is the idea that they made all those those individual movies. Everyone forgets those because of what Marvel did in creating a universe, and Marvel created the, a coherent universe by respecting the source material, right? And DC has. Always screwed up the source material but such it's that not they DC. can't.
0: It's not DC, and you don't want to blame them, okay, Because Warner. they've had no power. Paul Levitz has fought, okay. struggled for a long time. Didio and Jeff Johns, but we brand the universes, you know, right? right yeah. Okay, but i was saying, the,
1: the, the, and that's the difference. DC, the company, is not making the movies. We it's right. not
0: making the movies, but Marvel, the company, is, is. making their right. movies, right? And that's just that Lightning just struck. Huge change. It Huge was. Difference. It was. Huge uh, Ke- Kevin Feige got in there. They hand Batman to Christopher Nolan because David. Uh, as Goyer says, I think I have an idea, and Christopher Nolan hones it very well. And then the next, you know, and but then, you know, like Kevin Sujihara said that, like the difference between our movies is, you know, we're going to be more grounded and real and gritty. I'm like, well, then you haven't read a single one of the comic books. Well, although if you picked up the New Fifty Two, if you were an executive put in the heart and said, you know, what's what's good, and you went into a, a shop. And said, "Give me, a, give me some reading material." Well, the New Fifty Two
4: has been schizoid anyway. Right, but I mean, so.
0: but it, but it is pandering to a different thing. It's not fun. It's not consistent. It's either. not consistent. It's not fun. But Marvel is. Yeah, and it's, it's not funny. It, it's, it's not. not fun. Thanks, Billy. Um, so, yeah, Billy Crystal. That's a thing they play on Howard Stern all the time. Oh. It's not funny. It's not fun. It's not fun. So, um, anyway, that's uh, that's that's the long-winded answer for it
1: i like and thank you
0: yeah yeah i i care about these things deeply oh um, you know that's
1: <laughs> oh i understand yeah
3: you're speaking with a man that waited 15 hours to watch the star wars trailer that everyone watched online for free
1: oh i watched it online i was just in the <laughs> i know when it's I a joke. <laughs> we're closing
4: I in done. on a tremendously long podcast
0: indeed we are so we and that's that's all we had to talk about. Uh, that was that was just an impromptu topic. Yes, we uh, thank Drew for coming in here. But first, also, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, you'd say, you know, that Drew Campbell sounds really sexy, and we say, hands off. <laughs> uh, right into editor at fanboyplanet dot com. Uh, once again, we thank uh, Drew for sitting in. Uh, glad we can have him over, and uh, we'll do it again sometime soon. Yeah, thank uh, you. So. Uh, until
4: next time and beyond, I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
1: I'm Drew Campbell. I'm Nate Costa,
4: and I'm Rick Brett Snyder. Reminding you to use your, your powers, powers, only powers only for, for good. good. i never give up, and i never surrender. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.
2: The power of brains compels you.
4: Okay, I think we got this down. <laughs> <laughs> Fan boy.
0: That was this year's, and he's uh, ten. So yeah. I like a kid like already. Yeah,
4: yeah. I was going to go buy and see Gaz on Sunday, but I ended up not going. Yeah, so
1: right. I don't have with Gaz for a while. So is that Spider Man thing uh, that that after credit sequence? That's a fake, right? That's a fake. That's a shame. I, that was, it's I, a I good fake. watched it, but well, well it's, it's it's a good fake. But this like thing seems Look, like
0: we it. are at the point that a bunch of dedicated fans. Yeah. Who don't see the sun can, I mean, who really, they, they can sit down and
1: you can. I mean, studios I, should be sweating like crazy. Yeah. I heard it was a fake. I watched it went, oh, that's not a fake. Yeah. I mean, it was that believable. And if you're going to do it, you might as well do it now. Well, it was. Nobody knows who's playing them and it doesn't matter. Here, let, well, that's
0: what I hypothesized on Family Planet. I said that, like, that would be a little swing by. I think we even said it on a podcast. Yeah. Well, they'll swing by because they haven't cast him. And it's him. pretty
4: much that. That's pretty much what it is because it starts the, the – the, the, That's
0: all it'll take when they have to reupholster every AMC in the country.
4: The directing of it was brilliant. <laughs> and they start it start really off. Works. It start off out of focus, and it's like lighting, and you're kind of going, this looks threatening, this looks threatening, and it resolves to this, Well, wow, that's a weird shape behind that, that glassy thing, and then it's like a squeegee comes down, and you're going – Huh? <laughs> and, and a squeegee. You see Avengers Tower in the back. Yeah, yeah, the first squeegee, you see Avengers Tower. And then the second squeegee, you see something else, something else. It's the guy. And the third squeegee, you see Spider-Man behind him on another wall. And he goes,
1: hey. Hey, hey you, you missed, missed the spot. spot. No, no, to the right. To the right. Over. No, no. Just, would you? No. Forget I, it. Oh, forget it. And that's it. <laughs> but it was so perfect. That,
4: well, the, okay, the, then let's. For a fixed frame, just it's perfect. Here's what I
0: think is the damage control. Okay, Joss Whedon, I mean, we don't believe anything anymore. Joss Whedon gave an interview and said there will be nothing on the level of shawarma. Right. There's nothing. There won't be anything. <laughs> because they day. haven't got the budget? No, no, <laughs> but 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 he says there's nothing. Don't, you don't need to bother sticking around. We won't have anything. Yeah. There will be a mid-credit scene like there always is. I'm not lying about that. But every And now everybody's going, well, that's just what he'd say, isn't it? Isn't it? it? You know, and so uh, if that sequence was legit and leaked, all they'd have to do is say
1: it's fake. And yeah, it could still pop up. Yeah, I well, what was it? What was smart about the fake was that
4: it's at an angle.
1: It's at an angle, like somebody videotaped it off like, of the like, movie screen. Yeah, like the yeah, like the, the le- Batman
4: v Superman one starts off with that same kind of. Yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not centered sure yet. And you I'm see move the end over.
1: credits roll and yeah. then it starts. So well, they I mean, leaked the very, le-
0: they leaked a legit one. Just like Marvel had to with uh, Avengers. So the Batman v Superman had the South American one. Which I find it interesting right. that the South right. American one says Batman versus. It says VS. Yeah. But we are, we are, are we V. We're just V. We're just V. Lizardmen will come in the middle of it. Yeah. It's so
1: rare for a trailer to make me want to see something like